guy on the phone. I wanted to know how he's doing in quarantine. Here's uh, Ham Hands Bill. Oh. Uh, yes. Good morning, Ham Hands. Ham Hands Bill, everyone knows and loves. Ham Hands is, uh, we, we originally met him during a song parody contest, which he won hands down. It was a uh, Robin song parody contest. He wrote this uh, beautiful song about Robin and her father and abuse. And It was a to creepy the... song. Come on. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I know it was either beautiful or creepy. I wasn't sure. Yeah, play a little of it. Go ahead. Sorry. Over 30 years ago, I recorded one of many great nights with my young, sweet Robin. So here, you all find out why I have ham hands, why she likes eye colonics, and why she likes it bent over in the third input. Cool, right? Wait. Robin, Robin, wake up, sweetie, Robin, Robin. Your mommy's asleep. Take off your PJs. That is coming in with the Vaseline. Your body's soft. Come and get that. Let me stop that for a minute. And then um, the best part of it was um, Bill. Bill's prize for winning was a jet ski. Of course, Bill is a what are you a paraplegic or a quadriplegic? You're a paraplegic. Um, I'm a I'm a, a, an incomplete uh, quadriplegic because I I can't stand up. Right. So he got a jet ski, so which was the best. <laughs> He wanted, <laughs> did, so we, did you get any use out of it at all? Yeah, we strapped him to it and threw him in the water, and uh, he had a great time. But, uh, you know, for a long time, you know, that song was played almost every day. Everyone loved it. It was uh, Bill portrayed Robin's father. He made no sense. He, of course, has a Hispanic accent, but it Well, didn't I matter. lost my accent, you know, when he right. brutally... <laughs> <laughs> put his hand hams on me. And for a while, hand we used, hands on me. For a while, the fans would all call him the Weird Al of incest song parody. He was <laughs> well, popular. I remember the first time we played it, and we had to really analyze the song. Oh, he's playing my father, and he's just uh, got music behind the story of how he assaulted me. <laughs> Robin, sweetie, your mama's asleep. <laughs> Go get your P- get your PJs. <laughs> Whatever the fuck it was about your PJs and your mommy. <laughs> oh God. Well, yeah, anyway, Bill, it was. And, then when you, and now when you went to satellite radio, then you you invited me to do the song live, which I did a a uncensored ver- version. Can I be honest with you? Version, yes. Oh, yes. Can I be honest with you? I like the uh, original version better than the live um, performance you did at satellite. Yeah, definitely, definitely. What was great about it was when he would then burst into song after telling you this horrible story. (laughs) He started singing. It was ridiculous. you know, it became an anthem for molesters everywhere. (laughs) And uh, the original is a classic. It touched everyone so. Some people threw up and some people just didn't. But uh, everyone had a reaction to it. But uh, sadly, Bill was a one-hit wonder. I mean, he's written other yeah, song parodies. Yeah, never really uh, did it again. He never well, equaled. I, I was, and I was a finalist on two other contests, the Baba Boy contest and the Howard Stern contest. You, you didn't were win what? those, though. What did yeah, he the, say? The Baba Boy contest. I was a finalist on the Baba Boy contest. Yes. 
which is, uh, yeah, and then also finalists on the Howard Stern, who wants to be Howard Stern. Yes, he was a finalist, Robin, on the Baba Booey contest and the Howard Stern contest. <laughs> but uh, he only won your, he, you know, some people were saying, I remember at the time, because the song was such a hit with our fans, they were calling it the Let It Be of Molestation Songs. <laughs> and, you know, a lot of people said it couldn't be done, but you brought out the fun side of molestation. There you go. I mean, he had us laughing through the whole thing. He had us laughing through the Play a little more if you, if you still got a cute oh, up I, the same Please spot. get to the singing. I love it. <laughs> when we was in the shower, your butt cheeks was warm. Still warm. Maybe some fever. After touching your my hand, smell a ham. Okay, baby, get a, get in all four. I want to grease you up. I need to grease up your butt and check your temperature. You do have a favor. I'm making all this appear. Oh, yeah. Daddy loves you. You grew up with big jugs. Hi, Robin. So sweet and cute. Three input, babe. Then I now unconsciously reenact my abuse with high colonics and loving anal sex. Bent over the sink. Daddy loves you. And I remember as That's a judge. That's the thing that got me, yes. I remember as a judge, uh, as soon as I heard this one, I said, everyone should go home. This guy's going to win. <laughs> but isn't this great? It's like a, a pervy memory lane we're going down right now. <laughs> and you know what I always said about you, Ham Hands, and I mean this as a compliment. You were like the Norman Greenbaum of uh, pervy songs because he had that one hit and then he was done. He couldn't top it. It was impossible. And then do you know one one celebration? What was that, Ham Hands? Ham Hands is just sitting outside in a chair, and I wheeled him in. <laughs> you should have thrown him off the balcony. I know. I should have tipped his chair. Yeah, I know. You were, you're helping him in. <laughs> you secretly like your abuse. <laughs> Robin, come here, sweetie. Yeah, my, that, you wonder why my hands smell like, like ham. Oh, Secretly, three input girls. <laughs> 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 it's like, oh my god! It was the most dark, fucking. I mean, by the way, you wrote that in like ten minutes, right, Ham Hands? Yes, I mean, you remember that Robin sat on my lap in the studio. I, I, I still have the photo. Oh, really? I don't what remember that? that. Yeah, I sat on his lap yeah. in the studio. Of course, you unconsciously yeah, you want. Remember, <laughs> you, you remember, Rob used to take pictures on the hall of all the guests after they finish, and he said, "Robin, what is it on his lap?" And, I, <laughs> and Robin said, "No, I want to hurt you." He said, "No, it's okay. It's come sit on my lap." Then you saw you took a picture, and the picture you can see it on, on my website. Uh, you know, hamansbill dot com. <laughs> oh boy, it's up on a website. <laughs> By the way, you know, uh, someone said to me the other day. Boy, whatever happened to Ham Hands Bill? Boy, could he write a song? I said, absolutely. <laughs> they said, who came in second place? I said, nobody cares. That's Ham right. Hands. It was, there was no <laughs> possibility of winning once we heard that song. I don't think I've ever said this on the air, but do you know that song about Robin's molestation is still the number one requested song from death row inmates who listen to us? <laughs> and we have quite a few. That's the last thing they hear before they go out. <laughs> 
I, I never told you that, Robin. Right before they get lethal injection, they they uh, they listen to that and they wow. love it. Yeah. No. The, the, the last time I saw Robin was when she gave me a hug. I was telling America's Got Talent one day that she went. Yeah. Oh, good, good. You don't remember when I wheeled you into some event? Was that Howard's sixtieth birthday? Uh, yes, you 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 were very nice. You gave me a hug. You gave me a kiss. Yeah, I'm telling you, you, you wrote that song, and all of a sudden, you you got a new girlfriend. But uh, I always said you're the Michael Jordan of creeps, and I meant that as a compliment. <laughs> Definitely, I, I love it. I love the. You know how you guys liked it. I also, you didn't know I was in a wheelchair until I rolled into the show. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was great when he. We never met Ham Hands. He comes in in a wheelchair. The guy could barely move, and, and he's playing for a um, jet ski. Yeah, <laughs> you thought that you think that would have stopped him from entering the contest. Yeah, you think he would have waited for a different contest. <laughs> but you sold the jet ski, right? You made money. Yes, I remember uh, I ended up selling it for uh, $3,200. Oh, that's cheap. Yep. You could have probably yeah. gotten more. I think yeah, he sold I, it to I, Dominic Barber. Really? Yeah, he, yeah, didn't... yeah he, he offered money, but I ended up regretting not selling it to him. You know? Mm. I, 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 yeah, I should have sold it to, to Dominic. Oh, you didn't. I remember Ralph offered like twelve hundred bucks. I go, dude. <laughs> yeah, twelve hundred. Yeah. Where's Ralph going jet skiing? Yeah, what's he gonna do with a jet ski? He's gonna ride around his apartment with it. He's gonna have to put wheels on it. <laughs> Jackie offered three hundred dollars. Can you imagine? <sighs> Jackie, <laughs> poor guy. He's guy's a quadriplegic. You know, give him, give him a fucking couple bucks. Everybody looking for a deal, but um, it was so funny. Everyone was bidding on the jet ski and. Poor ham hands. He's got this prize and he can't. It, the whole thing was a fiasco. The song was was even questionable if we should even play this song on the air. But it was just horrible. Well, we had Everything. never heard anything like that before. It was just mind-blowing. Robin, Robin, get in the shower. And get I like the, the little tap, 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 too. <laughs> Robin, Robin, wake up, sweetie, Robin. Your mommy's asleep. Take off your PJs. That is coming in with the Vaseline. Mm. Your body's soft. Come and give that a big hug and a kiss. When yeah. we was in the shower, your butt cheeks was warm. That's my favorite line. Still warm. The grammar. <laughs> when we was in the sh- when we when we was what was it? When we was in the shower, your shower, butt cheeks yeah. was warm. Your <laughs> butt cheeks was warm. <laughs> your butt cheeks was warm. <laughs> I remember we were uh, judging the contest, and I said, look, I, we got the winner here. And I remember our general manager, Tom, said, I, I think we should send the winner to the FBI. And- <laughs> That's right. We should have him investigated. <laughs> right. <he goes. laughs> it was going to be knock on the door and then, like, open up. It's the FBI. <laughs> uh, Bill Cosby I'm, loved I'm this up. song. He used it as his ringtone. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ham. So, Ham, hey, Hands, how are you doing during quarantine? Uh, tell me what's on your mind. What can I help you with? Uh, well, a, a couple of things. One is uh, I want to thank you guys, you know, for all the support. You know, uh, when I call about my mother's stroke, you guys say a prayer. Uh, she, she's been getting therapy twice a week in the house. 
Oh. Yeah, let's point that out. Let me stop you for a minute, Ham. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, want Pat Robertson and all those people to hear this. Yeah, um, Robin and I said a prayer, and look, Ham Hands Bill, his mother is uh, still alive. So there you go, <laughs> the power of prayer. Um, don't, cover your ears for a second, Ham Hands, uh, for the rest of you. I never prayed. Did you? I didn't. I, I forgot. Yeah, me neither, but don't tell him. <laughs> all right, let's get back to the action. Yeah, so go ahead, Ham Hands. So anyway, yeah, thank you for that, um, um, for the for the coronavirus funny stuff. But also, what I'm calling about mainly is because I received uh, a crazy email uh, saying that he has a video of me masturbating. He had 122 days of of my porn history that if I don't pay $2,000 in bitcoins, he's going to reveal that stuff. And a couple of years ago, my computer was hacked to the point that I saw the guy controlling the computer. I was able to do a, 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 a something called a system restore, which is like a, a, a back to the future to restore the computer. I was able to save myself from that. But this time, when the guy sent me the email, he even revealed one of my passwords. So the guy really hacked into my computer again, wherever it is, and he says, you know, the thread of revealing stuff to my uh, family, to my contacts, which I am not going to pay, but I'm calling to ask your advice regarding this stuff. I'm, I'm sure, you know. Uh, what's you on my computer? Let me, uh, you can only imagine if he wrote that song. Um, <laughs> Ham Hand Bill, for those of you who are having trouble understanding him, is saying that he has recently been hacked. That his computer's been hacked. He's Can being... you imagine they're hacking Ham Hands Bill? Yeah. Well, listen, uh, this could ruin his non-existent career. <laughs> so he's saying he has been hacked. There are sensitive pictures on his computer that are going they're to be... threatening his reputation. That's right. And you all know his reputation. And uh, there's a man, can't afford to lose anything. His empire would be completely disrupted. <laughs> You know, just from uh, making uh, $300 from his um, jet ski that he sold, he uh, was able to build an empire with that money. But but here is the thing, Ham Hands, and I'm, I'm going to try and help you out here. I get the same hacker email, I think, at least once a month. Well, it he is says a, they revealed a password of his. They always they have reveal your password. They had something. It's a, it's a, it's a scam. It's, um, Richard got the same email <clears throat> a few years ago. I, 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 it's always, Hey, we saw that you were masturbating. Yes. Which is true. I mean, if you send out, um, a, a blast of emails to uh, any male person, you, we all masturbate. We don't know. I was admit wondering it. why they missed me. Yeah. Well, they, they, <laughs> girls don't care. Girls are like, I didn't masturbate. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> But the guys, they know that guys have done something bizarre in front and of their so, computer. Right. And so they, they go fishing. I'll tell you another story that, um, there was a guy trying to remember back a while ago that, um, it was a, a guy I know got a letter. He said, listen, I know about your affair. I'm going to tell your wife unless you send me money. The guy was flipping out. He was, in fact, having an affair. So they call in the police. Turns out 
They send it to every guy in the fucking neighborhood. They know one out of, out of every three guys is having an affair, or one out of every four. So every did guy was get, in a... Pe- did he get caught? Did he have to tell his wife? Did he do all that? No, he figured it uh, out in time. Thank uh, God. Thank guys goodness. Loved- Guy's whole scene was almost ruined. <laughs> that First of all, terrible. And, and ham hands, the letter you got, is uh, it's very specific. The subject line includes a password that you probably have used at some point. Yes. The sender says they've used the password to hack your computer. Am I right? Uh, yes. Yes. Install uh, that malware, whatever the fuck that is, and record video of you through your webcam. And then they say they will reveal your adult website habits and send video of you to your contacts unless you send them yeah. Bitcoin. If you, When you see the word Bitcoin, you know right away, usually 1200 to $1,600 worth of Bitcoin they want, whatever the I'd fuck say, that is. I'd say show everything on my computer. Yeah, if you want money out of me, first of all, if you, once you hit me with Bitcoin, I go, you know what, I give up. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> I can't even get a hold of that. You once fell for an email scam. Robin fell for one. I she And got, I quickly realized it after I had tried to transfer <laughs> money, and I got the money back. So this is a regular thing. People fall for it all the time. With you, I'm sure there's some weird shit on your computer. I, 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 what kind of shit? You, you might afraid? as well show, send it to your family now. <laughs> yeah. What? Is, what is the weird stuff on there that you have on your computer? Well, uh, one. Uh, well, the, 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 he got one of my passwords, but one thing is, he got wrong. Which I know it's like you, you say a generic, generic uh, spam that sent to a lot of people. Is that he says that he recorded me with this power implement computer. Me masturbating, I know that is not true because, as I told you when I called you a couple of months ago, I have not masturbated this whole year, so he does not have any video of me masturbating. So what are you afraid of? No, no. But the thing is, even that, the you know the the password is what, like you said. Yeah, I know. Well, they have uh, they have this uh, this. You know, they, they infect you with a virus. You know how it works. And then they get some kind of old yeah. password. Listen to me. Change all your passwords and uh, move on with your life. There's no, there's no, uh, they're hoping you send money, but uh, don't. Right. Uh, Nobody really yeah, is, yeah, is caring about you and your passwords. and. Nobody cares to see you naked. And and whatever's on that silly computer of yours. Yeah, I, I know it's, it's one of the generic emails, and uh, uh, like I said, I I'm, I'm not going to send any money. I, I do report it to the online criminal government website last night. And I said, let me That's good. I was trying, I was trying to you know, I know I know you also have a you and Robin always have the right answers, and it's always good for always the fans to know to be aware. Or things like this, you know? Well, thank you. By the way, um, two interesting things you've said. Number one, when you call up that uh, number where you're supposed to report these things, they always go, listen, we, we, we can't even keep up. There's 20 right. million of these a day. People, even Basically, what they do is send out an alert because they can't catch everybody. Who's for some reason, our, our our law enforcement officials cannot catch these guys. There's no way. <laughs> this is what I'm telling you. I, I get this shit all the time. There's too many of them. 
The other fascinating part of this story, and I'm sure you've all picked up on it, that Ham Ham's Bill stopped masturbating for a year. Why the fuck would he do that? Why did you do that? Well, the, the thing is, 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 it's been a year, but you know what happened last year, around May, someone I know very well who came to visit me three or four times to say we meet for the weekend, we have a lot of fun, and then she was going to do it again back last May, and I waited a week or two, something happened that she couldn't come, she was sick, and then, you know what, let me wait a little longer. So it wasn't planned. So I kept waiting month after month, and it came to be Halloween, New Year's. You're telling me you met a woman who fooled around with you, and she said she was going to come back. So you were saving up your jizz. You wanted to have a good experience. You didn't want to be all worn out. So you were waiting, and you ended up waiting a year for her? Well, the thing is, like I said, I didn't plan to wait, but it came so... I I, I still watch porn, but I just... Don't don't masturbate, and like That's you insane. said, you, you advised me last night to masturbate. Right. Bill, because we, Bill, I'm getting uh, I'm getting fatigued from this story because this is crazy. What is First, he doing? Watching the whole movie? Yeah, he's watching <laughs> porn and not masturbating because he's waiting for some girl to show up who hasn't shown up in a year. Oh my god! You want my advice on masturbation? Go back to it, and if the girl shows up, it'll be good. You'll have you'll you'll hold out a little longer. Oh, no, no. Yes, I will. I mean, I'm just going to do it this week, you know, but it wasn't something that I planned. Well, Bill, it's good to see that you're doing well in quarantine. Stay safe. Are you alone or you have people with you? Uh, My mother's here. Um, um, We prayed for her, yes. Yes, she has a home attendant. I have one, too. You, you know, know, I would have, uh, I guess I would have been more impressed if Bill said, look, I haven't been masturbating for a year because I made a deal with God. I would stop That's what I thought he was going to say. To save my uh, mother's life. But this is, yeah. this is a guy, he's got very little joy. He's a quadriplegic. Uh, he has a tough time. And now he's not, he's waiting for this girl to show up. If the girl is listening, please go back and let this guy. because his, <laughs> What happened to that girl? What happened to that girl? She fucking, she, she, I think she moved out of the country. <laughs> Girl, I'm imagining your oh. balls must be the size of cantaloupe. <laughs> Wait a second, I think I gave him bad advice. I just opened up the New York Post. It's on the front page, Ham Hand's cock is right on the front. The hackers <laughs> have released these nude pictures and Post has published them. Oh he's my ruined. God, he's ruined. You're ruined. (laughs) (laughs) If that song didn't ruin you, Ham Hands, nothing could ruin you. Now, by the way, I do, I myself have taken nude pictures of you masturbating. (laughs) Just send me the 2000. (laughs) And you'll take it in cash, not Bitcoin. Right. Yeah, I want cash. (laughs) All right, Ham Hands. I wouldn't worry about it. Go have a good day, okay? With this. And also, Richard has a, a, a Chapel Robin song recorded. Yes, I know about this song. You know, ever what? since, um, well, when Ham Hands won the contest with your song about child abuse. Yeah. He, you know, he's been trying, he's been chasing the dream ever since. And he put out tons of uh, various songs. And, and as I said, they were all good. It just... 
they never had the same punch as you, uh, him playing right. your father. It's like you Chubby Check, Checker trying Check. to reinvent the twist. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he had the, the live version, the recorded version. <laughs> But, um, acoustic. yeah, acoustic, acoustic <laughs> ham hands, Bill, <laughs> but ham hands, he, um, yes, recently he played El Chapo from jail, who was oh. masturbating to you, if you remember, I can yeah. play that. Sure. I'll play it for you. Ham hands. I thought that was very funny. Here's ham hands as El Chapo, who is locked up in jail thinking about his Robin. Yep. Yes. Uh, we don't have that. Oh, Sorry. Yeah, it's hard to produce. That's buried right. deep in the archive. Yeah. Anybody want to give me a heads up? Could we dig that out or is that impossible? All right. Thank you. Yeah, I don't think we can pull that that quickly. Sorry. Oh, okay, fair enough. It wasn't that good anyway. I mean, it was good. Don't get me wrong, but it's not. But it's not your best. Right. It's not the Robin song. That's it. Hi, this is El Chapo oh. in prison. <laughs> I have a message for you, Brent. I want to fuck your wife, Kaylee. Oh. I want to snort coke off her asshole. Then she can suck my big Mexican chimichurri dick. My balls oh. smell like guacamole. She will love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was about breath oh, wife. Okay, I thought it was. Maybe it's good. <laughs> maybe it is good. Very good, Ham Hands. And, and, and God bless you. And uh, let's hope that uh, your mom's okay, okay? Thanks, bro. Thanks for uh, that. Love you guys. You sure? uh, don't worry about you it. Take that. You got enough wait, to worry wait, about. Wait. I don't know what he's talking about. Uh, you got no. enough. <laughs> yeah, you got enough to worry about. You don't have to worry about the hacker. I, I know, so Let him publish. When you turn seven, do another birthday party at the Hammerstein Ballroom. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Don't you think most of his conversation goes like that? Yeah, right. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. You know, after the 15th time, you go, what? You, you know, it's like you just go, yeah, okay, man. No, sir, do I know the birthday bash at the Hamilton Burn when you turn 70? Right. Right, right. <laughs> what do you say? I you know? st- he said another birthday bash when you turn seventy. Oh yeah, when I turn seventy, let's hope I get there. I'll have to wheel you yeah, in. I, ima- <laughs> I, I, I know how shitty I feel now. Can't imagine how <laughs> shitty I'll feel at seventy. It's not like it's going to get better. You know, um, I know. I'm freaking. Out. I'm so scared. I know. I. Thought about my age yesterday. I was like, how old will I be on my birthday this year? I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to be 68. Oh, my God, you're so old. I know. <laughs> you really you really look young, though. I mean, I'm looking at you right now. I don't know if it's, you look young. You don't have one wrinkle on your face. My well, Robin, I, you, know, you so don't have cute. one wrinkle on your face. Get into the shower and take off your clothes. Daddy wants your broad cheeks is warm. <laughs> <laughs> Secretly loves my abuse. Put <laughs> three input, Robin. Three input, baby. <laughs> it's like your dad calling you a three yeah. input babe. All excited that his daughter is a three input babe. What a dark Thank song. You, daddy. Yeah. Robin, this is your daddy. Go in your PJs. Daddy's home. I think your mommy's asleep. 
How long did it take you to write that song? <laughs> it took me, like I said, 10 minutes, you know, uh, <laughs> but, but I was writing, writing on a piece of paper. So, you know, it, it, it took me a little while, but it, it, it was quick. It just came to you. It was quick. <laughs> I, 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 I had to do something crazy because you don't play nonsense on the show. You know, you, you don't want you don't want pink roses, little funny stuff. You want crazy stuff to pass right. through the final. You know, yeah, that was crazy right. stuff. I'll tell you that. Yeah, you really hit the yeah. mark. By the way, yeah, on, on, I don't know why you yeah. would ever worry, Ham Hands, about hackers. I mean. What could hackers possibly release that's worse than that song? I mean, already. That's what I said. If his reputation hasn't been destroyed by that song, he can't be destroyed. I would have gone near him from that song. <laughs> Robin. I mean, my goodness. You got nothing to worry about in life. Even if you were nude putting your dick into a pizza, like something yeah, really right. w- that everyone would go, oh, that's the guy with the Robin song. Yeah, what do you expect? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's the guy who won the jet ski. You could get caught yeah, with a donkey. You could fuck a donkey in the <laughs> ass and put it on the front page of the Post or the Daily News, and no one would care because they go, "That's Sam Hands Bill." Think about it. You took a you took a molestation story and made it. A sexual, sexy scenario between Robin and her father. This, nothing anyone can do to you to make your reputation go bad. Yeah, you're right. But, you know, it's something to to look into. And fans get advice now. They get, they get warning that be aware of that stuff. And also, I, I, I did uh, join one of your sponsors, uh, VPN uh Internet safety. So I want to thank you for that too. I have to tell you something because I really <laughs> want you to rest easy. Yeah. All right. Let's thank say you. somebody wheeled you into the mountains, way up in the Alps, and there was a goat, and you decided to blow the goat. Okay. So you got on your back, you grabbed the goat, you start rubbing his balls. And his penis. And all of this then, is on your computer. Well, wait, yeah, yeah, you're recording it on your computer. <laughs> and then you start to massage the goat's dick and balls, and you reach up and you put the goat's penis in your mouth. And then you see, all of a sudden, you see a mouse running by while you're blowing the goat. You grab the mouse and you shove that mouse straight up your asshole, right? <laughs> now you got a mouse in your asshole and you're blowing a goat, okay? And all of it's being recorded by a hacker. And then the goat starts to come. You swallow every bit of that goat cum. The mouse dies in your asshole, all right? And it's disgusting. It's just, just, it's horrible. And then the next day in the mail, and, and you know how embarrassing it is. And, and, and by the way, when the goat comes all over your face, because some of it drips out of your mouth, a bear comes by and licks off all the jizz off your face. And then you squat because your stomach hurts. And then you shit out the mouse and you fuck the mouse. You say, this dead mouse, I'm going to fuck a dead mouse. Imagine you did all this and it was recorded, right? 
And then the next day it comes out that you get a letter. We're going to release. We saw you blew a goat. We saw you put a mouse up your ass. We saw the goat come on your face. We saw the bear lick it off. We saw you shit out the mouse and then fuck it. It's still, you not shouldn't pay anything. Song. It's not as bad as that song. That's right. <laughs> and on top of that, yeah. right after you shit out the, the mouse, you scream out, I hate the Jews. And you use the N-word. <laughs> and it still wouldn't be as bad as the Robin song. <laughs> You got nothing to worry about. And you released the Ham Hand song <laughs> on your own and showed up to show people who you were. Oh, so forget your reputation being ruined. I told that story. I didn't realize Fred was touching himself. Oh, that's so <laughs> disgusting. Of course, too. Fred, you still have a reputation. Stop right. it. All right, Ham Hands. You have nothing to worry about. Okay, pal? Thanks. And by the way, my aide Maria, the home attendant, she loves your voice. Who? What is? What is? <laughs> my, my, my His home, home health aide Maria loves your voice. Yeah. Oh, is that right? Yeah. What? Eat for you. Oh boy! <laughs> no we better get out of that house before our <laughs> reputation is ruined. Ham hands! I can't believe you were going to pay a hacker. $2,000 because they saw you masturbating. I mean, come on. That's about the no, most no, no. normal thing you do. Yeah, that would have been like, oh, no, you know, no. he's like a regular guy. No, no, I told you at the beginning of when, I, when I spoke to you about this, that I, I'm not planning on paying because I saw, like you said, some generic uh, uh, email, which only, like you said, got uh, only okay. my password. Ham hands, let me just put your mind at ease. Let's say... You're at home one day with Maria, your healthcare worker, right? Yes. And all of a sudden, you decide to lock her in a cage. But before you lock her in a cage, you actually get in full blackface. Okay? <laughs> in other words, which is completely offensive to everyone, blackface. Now you have a woman locked in a cage... And you're in blackface. And let's say you accidentally recorded this on your computer. And can you imagine, Robin, the outcry? And There'd be no outcry. They'd say, that's him, Hans. <laughs> well, wait, it gets worse. After he put on blackface and he locked his healthcare worker in a cage, he screams out that he was the one who killed John Bonet. Oh, wow. <laughs> right? And that you killed her and you painted a picture of Allah, which is, you know, sacred. Yeah, you can't do that. Right. In her blood. Yeah. Right. And then after yeah. you admit killing John Bonet and you, you commit a sin by painting a picture of God in blood. Then to make matters worse, you take a big shit while you're in blackface and Maria is watching. And you take your finger, you put it in the duty. And you write the N-word on the wall in feces. And this is all being recorded into your computer. And then <laughs> you see you have leftover feces and you draw a giant swastika with your feces on the wall. Okay? Yes. And then, then you actually take off your clothes while you're in blackface, while you're smearing feces, and you blow yourself. By, by by getting on your back and, and your penis reaches your own mouth. <laughs>
All right? And then, and then. <laughs> People would buy that computer for more than the jet ski. Yeah, right. <laughs> and by the way, this is all on TikTok. The guy's threatening <laughs> to put it on TikTok in a meme. All right? And then all of a sudden, you get a letter. Hey, we're watching you. We're gonna get, we want $2,000. Let me tell you something. And then, and then even on the tape, when you come in your own mouth, you take the cum and you spit it at Maria, who's locked in the cage, while you're in blackface, <laughs> and your fingers are full of feces from drawing swastikas in the N-word. And then, at the end of the tape, you, 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 you cut off your own foot, and you start fucking yourself in the ass with your own foot. <laughs> and then... And yeah. then... The worst thing anyone can do on tape is you reenact 9-11 with toy planes. And then at the end of the tape, just when you think you'd seen everything, you bring in one of those make-a-wish kids and you slap them in the face. <laughs> and, and, and when you slap them in the face, you're wearing oh a the Jews Run the Banks t-shirt. <laughs> Even if you, if that was all on tape, I'm telling you, ham hands, you, your reputation would not be destroyed because you put out the Robin song. <laughs> In fact, people would say to Maria, "You, how did you? Why did you take a job with him? Did you hear that song?" <laughs> even if they, even if you were recorded on video on your computer. Showing off your collection of child porn, the world's largest library of child porn. And then all of a sudden on the tape, you, well, of course you don't have that, but I'm saying, let's say you did that. This is Nambla. All right. And then at the end of the tape, you took a shit in Greta Thunberg's hair. Oh, my Greta goodness. Exactly. This lovely girl. <laughs> underage girl. Even if that was the, the video, it wouldn't be any worse than that song. You know, it, it, you, there is nothing on that video. You met, if you were in that video reading Anne Frank's diary while fingering your own asshole, and then you, you jerked off to a beheading video from Iran where they behead an American, it would not be as bad as the Robin song. You understand? Do you realize we never expected anyone to show up and claim responsibility for that song? When we got it, we said, there's no way there's a return address on this thing. This guy doesn't want a prize. I definitely wanted to be with you guys. I love you. You hear what I said? You could be jerking off with the, reading the Anne Frank diary and, 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 and putting it in your asshole, and you would still be okay. Your reputation would be yeah. intact. Yes, I, I, I've been hugged before. I never, I never pay me a ransom. Yeah, yeah, you should never pay ransom. <laughs> you should know. You should be. You should be. You should laugh. You are ransom proof. <laughs> Even if they had a tape of you like gargling with your own cum while shitting in your mother's mouth. And then you went to your health worker Marie, and you shit in a pie tin. And 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 you painted you 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 smashed her in the face with like a circus clown with one of those pies, but it was a shit pie. You would still be better off. <laughs> <laughs>
He's worried about a hacker seeing the master. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh my God. Everybody in my contact would see. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's nothing you could do that is worse than the Robin tape. Howard. Even that. This is Robin's dad. Just the voice. Howard. Howard. (laughs) The day I opened that tape and heard it, I went, this is unbelievable. (laughs) And there was a name attached to it. (laughs) He's worried about a hacker seeing him masturbate. (laughs) If there was tape of you going into a nursing home and shitting into the IVs of the nursing patients... You, I said for years to Robin, you should be the president of the United States. You know why? The Russians couldn't possibly hold anything over on you. You are, in other words, they couldn't even blackmail you. No. You have nothing to worry about. And, and you know, if they had hookers in rooms peeing on you, people would say, that's a step up. <laughs> If they had tape of you mailing Boy's Life to Jerry Sandusky in jail, <laughs> you you would still be okay. You have nothing yes. to worry about, all right? Yes, thank you. I know. All yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm Please be worry-free today, okay? Yes, I, I continue to be safe, you guys, you know. You too. Yes, of I'll course. I hope to see you guys soon. Love you guys. and Thanks for the advice. You have nothing to worry about. I mean, he's worried about uh, his reputation. reputation. You have no reputation. intact. <laughs> when you entered that song parody contest, your reputation went out the window. You're right. <laughs> Bill, if, if, if they had tape of you back in the day, Jumping on Bill Cosby's back so he could get in deeper to one of his unconscious victims. Yes. And they had tape of it. You'd still have a better reputation <laughs> than that song. <laughs> Blackmailing you is impossible. It's as pointless as giving you a jet ski. <laughs> okay? I, I, I want to do that song. I didn't think. I was going to even qualify for the finalists. Yeah. Yeah. Any other place, you would have been arrested. Yeah. You you submitted uh, it to the right people. <laughs> you found the one show where you win prizes for a disgusting song. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got nothing yeah, to worry yeah. about. You're if you if that. you had helped Bin Laden plan nine eleven, your reputation couldn't have even been tarnished. People said, oh, that's the guy who wrote the Robin song. Of course he helped out. <laughs> You're okay, pal. You have nothing to worry about. All thanks to me, yes. Thank and thank you, Ham Hands. God bless you. Love you guys. Love you. All right. Bye-bye. You see, I have a way of cheering people up. You feel better now, right? Yes. That's my gift. Your Your butt butt cheeks is warm. warm. All right, you don't. That's right. That line alone.
<laughs> yes, Kevin. Kevin is from Pennsylvania. Hey, what's up, Howard? Robin, I mean, how can, are you guys? Kevin, can you We're imagine good. this guy's worried about his uh, reputation? <laughs> his <laughs> contacts most- might find out what he's up to. <laughs> right. His you know, reputation, I, I his reputation, family. Kevin, couldn't be any worse than that song. <laughs> if he had, if he had fucked a monkey and started the AIDS virus, his reputation would still be okay compared to that song. Right. You know, I can only make it so far. And uh, when I listen to you guys in the morning, I eat my breakfast sandwich. Uh, this morning, I had to, I had to change the station because I couldn't make it through it. Um, <laughs> but which part? The, the blow on the goat and the, the gargle <laughs> and the jizz, and I'm like, I, I got to change the station. And then uh, I called in, and, and then they make me listen to you guys again, so I had to quickly eat my breakfast sandwich you know, before you finished. <laughs> well, my uh, point but, is, I don't mean I to, wanna... Kevin, I don't mean to gross you out, but I mean, what I'm trying to say to Ham Hands is, dude, what are you worried about? Right. You know, trying to make a What reputation? Here. Yeah. Right. He's got a <laughs> reputation. He's afraid his mother will see him masturbating. <laughs> but, Howard, I, I know you don't like to talk about politics, uh, but I wanted to me. thank you for being – I'm not going to start you, but I just wanted to thank you for being kind of the like the sane voice in this fucked-up world that we're living in. Um, you Kevin, know, it's, I, I don't know. I don't know what's go- I don't know what's going to be, Kevin, but I have never seen such lunacy. I tell you, I do not turn on the news anymore. I swear this is the truth. I'm not exaggerating. Again, yesterday, I turned it on for five seconds, and I oh, saw you. I swear, <laughs> and I saw the president say that he's taking hydroxychloroquine or hydrochloroquine. Yeah, hydro hydroxychloroquine. Yeah, hydroxychloroquine. Yeah, I don't believe it for a minute. I do not. I don't he's either. Taking it. You don't either? I said to myself, this is fake news, and I would not believe it unless I gave him the pill. Right. And I'd have I to make sure it was a real pill that was I given to he, me. I think he was sitting there bored and wanted to shock these reporters, and he said it, and it's just not even true. I don't believe it for five seconds, and I'm like, this I think is he's crazy. listening to us. Because we told him, you should take it. <laughs> well, take some of your crazy uh, remedies for for the coronavirus. I don't know uh, what's like going on. Like a mad on. scientist. It's all crazy. It's, it's, it's all crazy. It is. It's, it's really scary. And it's what's the most scary about it is, like, you know, I used to be able to talk kind of, you know, I'm a, I'm a tile contractor. And, you know, if I'm working on a job site, I might be able to talk to somebody and and they kind of have some common sense and right now the majority of people believe in this bullshit and it's like it's so insane to me what is going on in this world um because you know i got family members who like they think obama's going to jail they think that it's just insane what like I think it was JD that was saying that we might be living in a computer simulation, and I fucking hope we're living in a computer simulation. <laughs> like, what, yeah. what is going on in this world? Well, it's we have so a lot, Kevin. We surreal. have so many dumb people around us. I was watching. Um, oh, you're going to get me started, but what the hell? You know, I, I I'm hate sorry, people. Howard, but I, I, 
I hate people who act like they're like like not wearing a mask is some sort and not social distancing is making them some sort of freedom fighter. It is the most bizarre. I couldn't have written this. I couldn't have imagined. You could take this to Hollywood and they would throw you out and say, what kind of bullshit are you trying to trap us with? The people who were brave that stormed the beaches of Normandy, not people who walk around not wearing a mask. Just being stupid doesn't make you a hero. Not wearing a mask is just fucking dumb. And I got news for you. No one's wearing masks. I went out for a walk yesterday. I it's see getting everyone, worse, yeah. Everyone in my neighborhood is not wearing a mask, and I don't because get it. Because they're I think even they- doing it in Manhattan now, where the, the you know, New York was the epicenter. And people are you know. coming out without masks. Anyway, uh, you know, they're like, I'm not scared. I'm not scared of the coronavirus. You should be scared of the coronavirus and you should be scared of it for your parents or anybody else who is, you know, you should be worried. Uh, you know, it would be like if I went up on a, on a, on a roof and I started screaming at a thunderstorm. Fuck you, thunder. I'm not afraid of you. I mean, what? Well, maybe I should be. I said we should start doing rain dances again when, when there's a drought because we're dumb as hell. Fuck you, lightning. You can't fuck me up. And then the lightning hits me and fries me. I mean, it, that's, it's so silly. But help everyone out. Wear a mask. Be a patriot. Let's get rid of this thing. Let's stop I the spread of it. a story, Howard, of a man who he told everybody that he was not going to wear a mask. It was a fake crisis. He believed in God and God was the king of kings. And he was going to be fine no matter what. So he refused to wear a mask. He and his wife, he gave it to his wife, both got coronavirus. He is struggling to survive. She's on a respirator and keeps getting sick over and over again. And he now says, nobody should do what I was doing. I was stupid. I should have listened to the experts. Yeah, I caused all of this for myself, and my wife might die. No. But I know she and God will forgive me if she does. No, God's not going to forgive you. <laughs> no one's going to forgive you. I don't forgive you. Because you're just yeah, being dumb. I don't dumb. wish death on any of those people. I, I wish health on everybody. But Well, that's what like, I'm trying to say. It's like... <laughs> It's just like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's survival of the fittest. I don't know. Like you, if no, those that, idiots are going to kill us. That's the problem. They're going to continue the right. spread of you're this right. thing. They're not helping. You're right. They're not patriots. They're the enemy of this country. Yeah, my, I, I, tr- I try to tell people, my wife works uh, at a hospital in Philadelphia, and she's, for the last two months, it's been nothing but coronavirus. And, um, you know, she's come home crying. She's told me what's going on. I've told people that are close to me, and they they think it's still a hoax. They think it's it's just insane to me what is going on. Um, yeah, yeah, it's I don't weird. Know. It's, it's like it's if you can't beat it, your diabetic grandmother sure can't beat it. And, uh, you know, who, who wants to see people die? And, and kids well, are now getting like secondary guy, diseases. He thinks that he knows something. He he yeah. said, I declare it's a fake co- uh, crisis. He didn't go research anything or talk to an expert. He decided it was a fake crisis. Yep. It's not fake. It's real. It's Nobody not- wants this. Nobody's. I saw the president go, 
Well, a lot of Trump haters, they want this thing to go on. They want it to continue. No, they don't. Nobody wants to be trapped in their house, not be able to go anywhere. They're people losing work. Who would be happy about this? It's what they're not happy about is how you're handling it. The nutty comments, the hydrocoxychloroquine uh, comment yesterday. The, You know, listen, if I was Biden, I had to debate Trump. Well, I'd stand there. I'd stand there and go, listen, where are your tax returns? Why are you not releasing your tax returns? You said you promised the public you'd do it, do it. And then he tried to change stuff. Said, no, I'm not debating anything else. Where's your tax return? Just with simple shit like that. Simple stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But stand there and repeat the same stupid fucking bullshit. This is bullshit. Put on a mask. You're the president. Yeah. Show people how to do it. You got these followers who are willing to jump into a ravine for you. Teach them. Teach them how to behave during this. The people are dying. This is no joke. People are losing their lives. People are losing their living. People can't make a, 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 a can't go to work. Businesses uh, are uh, crumbling. Putting on a mask is not too much to sacrifice for your country. Put on the fucking mask. When you walk outside, have a mask. When you see your fellow American, cover your mouth. Make sure you don't spread the virus. It's simple. That's what you do. Listen to medical experts. Nobody wants this to continue. Nobody, this is not about being anti-Trump. Nobody's anti-Trump. Nobody's anti-America. We want America back on its feet. And I love all the people who scream when they get caught not doing the right thing. You know, every, you know, they, they shut down a yeshiva yesterday where they were still holding school. And, the, you Crazy. know, we're locked down. You're not supposed to be doing that. And then people everyone's like, ah, I wish the police would, would, would throw everyone in jail who doesn't wear a mask. That's it. Be beautiful. Everybody will be there. in jail. <laughs> That's right. But uh, listen, well, if you well, want to be a soldier, I, I mean, all right. Thank you, Kevin. I appreciate you. I'm watching this thing on News 12 Long Island. I didn't even know this was still around. News 12 Long Island. Poor oh, yeah, reporter. still there. I'm sure the reporter is probably making almost no money. So he goes out to a protest. In Huntington, Long Island, it looked like it was a protest from, like, Kentucky or some bullshit. It was like Huntington, Long Island, right here. And the people are out there protesting that everything's closed down. Well, I mean, what And screaming at the reporter. Your fake they news. Start, and they start, one guy, some big bully, starts with no mask, starts getting in the reporter's face. And I'm like, oh, this poor reporter. He's, you had a protest. You wanted the media to cover it. And the guy's screaming at him, you're fake news. This fake news, it's got to stop with the fake news. The news How could it be Long fake Island. news? You're there, he's got a camera on you. Right, it's the real thing. You're fake news, and the, he's, he's attacking the poor guy by getting in his face. And, you know, I was thinking about it. Some motherfucker did that to me. I, I think that's grounds for fucking taking your knife and sticking a knife in his fucking head. Oh, you don't, boy. When, you well, got to get pretty close know. to stick somebody with a knife, Howard. Well, this guy was getting in his space. And it's like, hey, sir, I don't know if you have the coronavirus. You're, you're trying to kill me. You're trying to kill me. Steve Vesey was the News 12 reporter. Mm-hmm. Sir, you, I'm asking you to back up and stay out of my personal space. And this guy won't do it. Now, what is this reporter supposed to do? Listen, I don't want to see people killing each other in the streets. Yeah, yeah, that's that. only going to escalate the whole situation. Right. All right, fair enough. But what do you do, Robin, when somebody comes up to you and starts says, I'm going to breathe on you right now? What do you do? 
What I do is I walk around with a shopping cart like a homeless person. Oh, you do? And you hit him with it? All right. Well, then you're within your rights, I believe. I mean, I'm not a lawyer. I mean, everybody needs a lawyer. But um, I felt really bad for this reporter. He's there doing his job. He's covering this event. And there's a guy uh, yelling at him, you're fake news. And, and the guy goes, sir, you're in my... Here, play the clip. Let's listen to this. I mean, it's been all... Can you, can, you please, can you please stay away from me, sir? You're not six feet away. You are not six feet away. I think you need to back away from no, me. No, I got hydroxychloroquine. I'm fine. I'm just standing here. This guy will not get away from me. Can you back away? I mean, what is this guy? This guy's being attacked. Hydroxychloroquine, see? Yeah. And this is what these morons do. They they hear Trump going hydroxychloroquine and then and then they think it's it's a joke. I'm fine. And then Trump tweets about the news twelve protesters. This love of country went all over. They hate fake news and so do I. What is going on in our country? Where the president cheers on people who are attacking a reporter. What is, what well, is going on? Well, how do you sit back and watch this and fucking think you're in normal America? I never thought I'd see the day. You have to also realize these people have children. They're responsible for raising the next generation. Well, the, so we're these, in deep shit. The, the, these <laughs> sheep, they parrot everything right away. Hydroxychloroquine, hydroxychloroquine. You know, it's like they're sheep. They, they, I don't know how they all get on the same page so quickly. I guess social media. But anyway, I, I felt bad for this reporter being attacked. I really did. And uh, you're right. I mean, I don't know what the situation is. I guess Robin's right. Bring a shopping cart with you and hit people with it. Start to do that. <laughs> well, I don't know you what just, else. You, first of all, they got to get around the shopping cart. So I see. you have. <laughs> well, that's know, better than power. taking a. It's better than taking a knife and putting it in someone's head. But that, that's <laughs> what I'm afraid is going to start happening. Well, people have died because of people sneezing on them and spitting on them. And, uh, you know, while they're just trying to do their job, just imagine being a person at Target and you have to tell people to social distance or wear a mask. And then they start screaming at you. And some of them are also carrying weapons or will attack you. Right. Jim, are you normal or are you an idiot? Jim in Canada. Hmm. Jim, hello? All right. No, Jim. I think he's listening to the radio. Yeah. Right. Hello, hello. Hey, Dan, you're on the air. Yeah, and I don't really want to, again, I don't want to spend all morning on this shit. If you hey, can't figure it out for yourself, Howard. well, you don't need me to figure it out. I'm just outraged. Yes. Howard, I'd like uh, to yeah. talk about what's wrong with Benji. Benji is tweeting at the governor of New York and at the mayor to open up the city. What is wrong with this fat fuck? Tell Benji to go get a job where he's putting his life on the line. Yeah, Benji's Benji's lucky he's able to work from home, which is his dream. And he doesn't really know anything. And by the way, I want the city reopened. Of course I do. What do I mean? How long do you think people can go without work, without being able to make a living? They can't. But a simple act like wearing a mask, that's now asking people to do too much. The mask can prevent, if you have the coronavirus, can prevent the spread of it. It's not such a sacrifice. 
and maybe we can get back to work quicker. Well, if people can't follow that rule, they're not going to follow the rules that would get them back to work, which is also social distancing and all of the other precautions you have to take to make sure we all don't die or all get sick. Right. Let's go to Ned in New York. Good. Ned, how are you? Howard, yes. long-time listener, first-time caller. Thanks, yep. Brother, I love you, man, but I don't hear any of this nonsense about people wearing masks or pro-Trump anywhere but on your show, dude. You're creating all this drama. Why don't really? you act more responsible? You don't, you don't listen to the news, so you create what? your own news. You didn't see News 12 the other day? People walking around without masks and going to beaches, going without masks and screaming it that uh, wearing... There was a guy at the Lowe's locally here in Clifton Park strutting back and forth with no mask on, waiting for somebody to start a fight with him. But so why are you, you telling me not to talk about it? I, isn't someone have to be a voice of reason in all of this when we have such nonsense going on in the federal government? Let the who, who else is going to do it? Do that, man, I want to listen to you. I want to listen to you about Beth and Robin and Fred, and I want to have fun. All right. I hear Maybe you're right. Maybe stuff, you're right, man. Ned. Maybe you're fucking right, you cunt. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, give up on all of you. I gotta, I gotta bail out of this. Fuck you. All right. Maybe he's right. Yeah, by the way, I watched David Spade's movie yesterday. There you go. Laughed all the way through it. You want to laugh? Watch David Spade's movie. I'll give you a new prank call. How's that? By the way, I should mention, okay, the guy makes a point. I'm going to give you some good news. Good news. All right. Uh, I've been reading a a magazine for years. A lot of you probably get it. It's it's called Phony Phone Call Magazine. I've been reading it? it since. Yeah. I mean, I'm a I huge fan. Yeah, I've, I've subscribed to it for years. <laughs> and here's some good news. Fred, if you want to give me a drum roll, go ahead. If you don't, uh, listen. It's everybody's uh, game here, everybody's show. Oh, there you go. Well, the good news is uh, Phony Phone Call Magazine just voted our show number one in phony phone calls. Well, of course. I'll, I'll read the announcement. Stern and his staff have been named number one phony phone callers. The following categories were satisfied. Consistency, a regular, almost daily funny call. Quality, tremendous production and multi-layered sound effects. Humor, we almost never stop laughing. Can anyone say the Kathy Show, Jack and Rod, Tradio? Outrageousness, the Stern Show keeps topping themselves on the outrage meter. Topicality. They have managed to integrate the top stories of the day with humor. Innovation. We were shocked that they just keep pushing the envelope. Celebrity impressions are number one. The difficulty of pulling off the prank and the sheer amount of calls is why we award them the top honor. Phony phone call of the year. Well, let me ask something, Howard. Yes. Why is this the first year we've been recognized? Because you're up against tough, tough... You're up against tough competition. Really? Absolutely. I uh, want to know who won in the past. Well, I'll get the list. I read it every year. Uh, Richard is this month's centerfold, which is so funny. <laughs> and so now, because of this great honor from Phony Phone Call Magazine, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Are you going to put this with your hair award? Oh, yes. <laughs> Actually, I wrote this up last night. I started Phony Phone Call Magazine. Uh, thank you, Phony Phone Call Magazine. Uh, we, we, Next to Mad Magazine, you're my favorite magazine. And Mad Magazine isn't around anymore. So without further ado, let me see. What do I have here for you? In all the excitement, Robin, I forgot what the fucking phony phone call is. Oh, I think no. we used Yeah, I think we used Gary's voice on this one. This is really this really is creative and and we really do deserve the number one. Innovative award. and nah, everything right. you said. Yeah, what did I do with it? Mm. You don't have it there? You got a yeah, 50 well, million papers in front of you. That's the problem. I, I, I got so many. I don't know what I have. Uh, we, what we did is, I, I remember, we used Gary's drops to call Swap Shop about his first job. Uh, the Swap Shop team was having a radio show about everyone call in, do your swap and shop. But also, what was your first job you ever had in life? And then, okay. And then Gary oh. takes over and annoys the fuck out of the Swap and Shop guy. <laughs> Here it is for your listening pleasure. Welcome in, welcome back to the AM edition of Swap Shop. Looking for your phone calls. If you have anything to buy, sell, trade, or give away, this is a place to do it. The question for the day was, what was your first job? What was your first job? Mine was bagging groceries. Good morning, happy Tuesday, you're on Swap Shop. How you doing? This is Gary. Yes. I was the guy who imported 99 Luft balloons to Record World. Yeah. The greatest record store in the history of the world. Awesome. What's uh, do you have anything to sell today, or just calling to I talk about your first job? I love being that guy when it comes to music knowledge. Okay. Thanks so much for your call. I really appreciate. I it. use all the money I earn mowing lawns and delivering newspapers to buy records. Yeah, my my yeah. dad my my dad did the same thing. Yeah. Yep. Right. I hear you. I even use my mowing money to buy rock and roll trivia books and plastic sleeves for all my albums. Okay. I stacked all my forty fives on a shelf in my room right next to my bed in alphabetical order. Do you have I anything? Also began to do, study do you have liner it, do, notes. Alphabetically by artist, then chronologically. Do you have anything you're looking to sell today? Uh huh. Uh huh. What do you? What do you? Do a music trivia what, game. What's, what's, what's your... me in a five question contest about '80s music trivia. Who boy? Uh, so we are talking uh, first job. What is the first job that you ever had? Good morning, happy Tuesday. You're on Swap Shop. Wow, you loser! You must stay home and listen to the radio a lot. Yep, you're right. I want to know who sang the song. I can see clearly now. Uh, uh, You'd know the song if you bothered to turn on the radio during the 80s. You, uh, <laughs> oh. All right, I'm done with you. <laughs> That's going to do it for phone calls. So we are going to take a time out, come back, and wrap things up. This is the AM edition of Swap Shop. Oh, isn't that great? Yeah, Can you believe that those are from... Um, from a from a book Gary sold, I mean, I know he. What did he? Would you brag about that? What did he do? He he got the records and he made sleeves. He got plastic sleeves for all of the records. He spent all of his lawnmower money on records, and oh. then and trivia books, record <laughs> trivia book. He's so weird. <laughs> you think he would have bought a guitar and learned how to play? Was he completely alone? <laughs> Did he have no friends? Everything he does irritates me. Now he's doing um, jigsaw puzzles with his wife. That annoys me. It was funny because while the song was going on, I could tell Gary was annoyed. <laughs> it was. I mean, I while was the like, phone parody uh, was being played, yeah, I, I you were getting annoyed. 
at yeah, Gary. Think, yeah, the book. It's like, you know, <laughs> I, but for like who wants to know about Gary, like go, being being with his records and getting plastic I sleeves? was the guy who bought 29 Luft balloons for Record World. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> what would have Gary's life been if I hadn't hired him? Oh, my goodness. I hired him. I had $150, I think, a week. That was the budget NBC gave me to hire a producer. And I said to Fred, I don't care if you can find anybody willing to work for that little money, just hire him. And that's how I got Gary. And Fred made him dress up in a suit to get that hundred. Right. And Fred's never worn a suit in his life. <laughs> but I don't think Gary would have. Uh, I think he'd be back in a record store somewhere. There are no records. You mean one of those record stores now where, you know, there's one guy sitting there waiting for somebody to come in? Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> See that one guy. He'd be that guy. Because <laughs> Gary, like, Gary never learns how to play the guitar. Like Gary does a jigsaw puzzle. I said to him, like Gary, learn how to draw a picture. How much more satisfying would it be to be the artist as opposed to trying to put together a picture that they tore up that somebody else drew? That's right. They took the artist picture and cut it up. <laughs> yeah. I saved his life. Gary. I wonder how gave that, him a that, purpose. I wonder how that family tree project is going that he's doing. Oh, Gary. Boy. Has it bent back on itself yet? <laughs> I don't know. Gary. A family tree. But all right, look. It's again, it's water under the bridge. <laughs> Somebody was telling me that there's a Facebook page for my family. And I was like, good luck. <laughs> oh, no kidding. You don't want to yeah. be part of that. Like, really? people are trying to find each other who have the last name Quivers. Oh, you don't want that. No. <laughs> Change your name. I was like, I don't even know if those people are related to each other. Apparently, nobody knew how to spell this name. They have, like... Three different spellings. You know who runs that page? Ham Hands Bill, I think. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Could be. Yes, uh, Bob, you're on the air. This is Bob in Pennsylvania. Well, how you doing? I just want to say you're 100% right. I, um, I work for a delivery company. And um, I'm making a delivery. It's the house you'd hate to deliver to. It's everyone's houses are nice manicured manicured in this guy's house weeds up to the ceiling carpet flat tires and as soon as i get there to make the delivery he comes out and he's telling me that this is fake and he's getting in my face and i'm trying to get away from him and he's calling me a bitch and he won't leave me alone these people are nuts is he wearing a mask no well, no he's he's telling me that uh how this virus started that it's man-made, and I'm like, listen, you're clearly a doctor here. Just leave me alone. And meanwhile, you're trying to deliver a package to him because, you know, you're trying to make a living, and you're doing something nice for him, and he's attacking you. I mean, these people are nuts. I'm sorry, Bob. It's horrible. Well, oh, it gets better because I actually ran into a uh, police officer, and he said this guy's been nothing but trouble since he's lived in his neighborhood. So you add mental illness to this um, epidemic and that's what you get yeah yeah 
Yeah, and, and the rest of us have to deal with it. Uh, well, yeah, like and you, you said, see, Bob's got to go out and deliver these packages, and he's got to into he's got to he's got to be uh, integrated into the their community. He's got to deal with people. Yeah, yeah he's got to be with them. Yeah, Man, you, you, you can't never avoid it. Who's going to open the door? Yeah, who's going to open the door and act this way? And it's a concern for everyone out there doing it. Yeah, how about this, Bob? I would I'd open the door and go, Bob. Um, I'm wearing a mask. Please drop the box. Don't even don't don't risk your own life. And and Bob, thank you so much for your service by delivering this package. God bless you. Thank you. That's that's a normal response. <laughs> Not uh, well, fake news. I'm going to come into your space. I'm going to attack you. You know, ninety percent of people are doing exactly that. They're saying thank you. They leave notes. They're very nice about it because regardless. Whether it can be spread or not, just wear the mask. It, it, it doesn't hurt anyone to wear a mask. No, it doesn't. It's too much to ask, evidently, in this country. All right, Bob, thank you. You're taking away somebody's freedom. Yeah, I'm taking away their freedom. Good. Too much fucking freedom around here. They wouldn't know when their freedoms were being taken away. They don't know what their freedoms right. are. Right. How about taking some personal responsibility for your fellow man? You know, the, uh, you know what? I'm going to take a break and then I'm, here's what I'm going to do today. I'm going to do this. I'm going to give you a couple of staff updates. I'm going to give you, um, the preachers are really taking advantage of the coronavirus. The, the stupidity level is way through the roof. You need to hear how they're, you know, gaming that system. Uh, I'm going to give you an update on, uh, some of the fisters in quarantine. Remember Fist Fest? We, uh, have an update. Oh, on that. no, 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 no. Please. No, they... a lot of guys are suffering. They can't fist. Oh, okay. Uh, they're not yeah. fisting. Okay. Cause I was like, if that's going on in the quarantine, we're doomed. No, 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 no. <laughs> You're going to hear about people who love to fist and are not able to. <laughs> Okay. Um, uh, yes, and uh, our fans are writing us quarantine questions. I have a pile of them. I think we could go through some of those. We can take a couple of phone calls. We can have a lot of fun. I uh, will try to avoid politics again today because, uh, you know, what the fuck? If you can't figure it out, what you know? And then, and then I start hearing from everybody, Howard, you're a fuck, you're a dick, you're fake news, you're this, Don't, you're that. They're as stupid for saying that as they are about the way they're acting. So you can't take much. them seriously. Yeah. You know, even um, Donald Trump Jr. took a shot at me and I went, oh, I can't, I can't argue with him. He, that kid is such a success. He is such a wit. He is such a genius. He would have made a fortune if he wasn't under his father's thumb. I say that um, would be as big a prize as winning the phony phone call award. <laughs> right, right, right. I'm like, uh, but you know, the, the game over. You can't argue with a genius like that. <laughs> well, did Such you see what his brother said? His brother said the other day that after the election, the virus will go away. There you go. How do you argue <laughs> with that kind of wit and intelligence? I mean, how do you how do you argue with any of it? Yeah, it's a no win. When he when he shuts you down, that's it. What an accomplished yeah. young man. And um, and the way he kills those animals is so great. You know, he really is so macho. When yeah, can you gets, knock down the whole jungle and then uh, release the, the animal right here and I'll shoot it. <laughs> and I'll shoot it. <laughs> you can't argue with that kind of bravery, you know. Even the guys in Afghanistan right now are going, Jesus Christ, what a kid. I hope he doesn't come over here. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be in trouble. Yeah. 
And uh, hopefully, you know what, I, I only pray to God that his comments will impress his father and his father will give him love. Yes, he'll get you know, some good attention from he'll Don. He'll get some good attention. He'll get some love. And he loves that dad. Um, you know, he's killing all those animals because he's not an angry guy. But uh, you can't argue. When you get in a fight with this guy, it's no win. You, you can't. Oh, you, you better shut. He will shut you down like that. I've never, ever seen a wit <laughs> and wisdom like that. So I don't want to get. I don't want to tangle with him. Yeah, no, I, I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> it's too much for me. You know, I've just been scraping. You know, I, where I came from, um, nobody was expected to be successful or anything. But I mean, the way this kid has risen in the in the business world and uh, just taken uh, uh, by storm. A real yeah. pulled himself up by his own bootstraps. That's down. right. I, I <laughs> you, you, you know, it's. To be criticized by him is uh, is is damaging because he's obviously you're wrong. Yeah, I list all of Junior's accomplishments right now, but I only have a three hour show. It would take the whole show. <laughs> he's too strong for me physically and mentally too for me to comment on. All right, look, we're gonna we'll get off the politics. Uh, I will take your phone calls. I will talk about Fisters in quarantine, Robin. I'll right. talk about the preachers and what they're up to with the coronavirus. I will give you staff updates. I will give you fan feedback. I will give you all of the fans' quarantine questions. They want answers to the questions. Hallelujah. <laughs> but first, I need a break so I can pee. Goodbye. All right. Poor Tom Petty. It's not here. I know. Me. I'm just thinking, how could he not be here? If he was here, everything would be fine. I feel he would have figured out what to do. I became a Tom Petty fan later in life. I, I never was really into Tom Petty, and um, I used to play his records on the radio a lot, and I I think I played them so much that they became, like, meaningless to me. You know? right. I didn't get them, but, man, I became a fan later on, and I really appreciate his career. And, the, and there's a Netflix documentary on him that is really good. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'm loving that Michael Jordan documentary. I'm up to the last Oh, my episode. God. It's so I finished it yesterday, and I was sad because there was no more to watch. So then I yeah. said, Robin, you can watch it again. Yeah. It's so good. You said that to yourself. You know, Robin lives alone, so she has to say these things to herself. <laughs> I have to have these conversations hey. with myself. <laughs> hey, you can watch that by yourself. Oh, who are you telling that to? Me. <laughs> I have to ask the question, and then I have to answer it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm so delusional. I get there and go, shit, I should have played basketball. That would have been cool. Oh, my God. It looks like the greatest game. Yep. And they're having so much fun. And the the camaraderie and then the rivalries are amazing. Right. Yeah. I, I would be the worst. Uh, let's say I had that kind of ability and I trained myself to be great. I'd just be worried every minute that I was going to get injured. Like when those yeah. guys go flying through the air and then they break their feet, and, you know, it's like, oh, shit. I, I know, because you see how far they are off the ground. And then, you know, guys are running after them. Yeah, I know. It's so crazy because, uh, you know, here I do radio where I sit on my fat ass all day and do it. And I was thinking about it. I am so neurotic about my job. I, this has been going on since um, I got into radio when I was like 20 years old. I'm so neurotic about getting a cold or being sick or not being on my game. Everything was about the show. So I 
Mike, I did homework yesterday. I, I finished up around five o'clock, had dinner, spent my t- some time with, with Beth and my uh, cats. And then, boom, I go right to bed. Nine yeah. o'clock, discipline, ready to go. Be, you know, and I, I worry. I go, oh, if I don't get enough sleep, if I don't do this, if I don't eat the right thing, I, my voice will be shot. Uh, it's just, I can imagine when you're a basketball player, the rituals you go through, like I see with the taping of the feet and all that stuff, just to try to stay healthy so you can stay in the game. Yeah, but uh, you haven't gotten very far in this yet. This no, I'm documentary. The, uh, last, I'm on the. I'm on the last episode. Oh, okay. what is the so last you, episode? How many are there? Nine? Ten. Oh, then I'm not on the last episode. Well, this happened earlier than the ninth episode where uh, he decides on some anniversary to wear some old shoes. I know. And he gets blisters all over his feet. His feet start, are bleeding by the end and he won't change the, the goddamn shoes. Right. <laughs> it's like, what's <laughs> it's wrong crazy. with you? <laughs> well, anyway... I don't know where Tom Petty is right now. I kind of do know. Where? All the, where? He's in the ground. He's nowhere. <laughs> Going to be the same place we end up. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> we'll end up in the ground. Did you feel in that Michael Jordan uh, special on his life that in that one playoff series where the pizza was delivered to his hotel room, did you uh, get the impression yeah. they were implying that the pizza was fucked with to give him yes. stomach flu? Five guys delivering a pizza. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Michael Aiden had to play with like his terrible stomach flu. Yeah. Yeah. I figured that was tampering. Anyway, Tom Petty. Tom Petty to me was like a Bob Dylan you could understand. You know what I mean? Yeah. You could actually you know, relate to, but, uh, yeah, same with Bruce Springsteen. I was, um, late to the you game. Were late like, to I that never, party. Well, I mean, I used to always listen to Bruce Springsteen and I knew a lot of his music from, you know, especially from the first album. And I mean, I, it's not like, and I played all his songs on the radio and, um, but you were irritated you know, by Gary and his Bruce devotion. worship. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and now that I'm older, I have such an appreciation for Bruce Springsteen. When, when he did that performance on this charity benefit, I don't even know what the charity was. It was something coronavirus related. It was the New Jersey one, right? Yeah, the New Jersey one. And uh, it was just him, Bruce, with Patty, his wife. They did two songs. And again, those two get me. When they sing together, I like Bruce stripped down with a guitar, standing there with his wife. That's why I like that Bruce on Broadway. You know, show. you want him in no clothing at all while he's standing there with no his stripped life. down musically. I don't need the E Street Band. His songwriting is so meaningful and so soulful that uh, now I, you know, I listen to it all the time. And the uh, well, I like romance. him in all ways. He had a great band. That band was fun to watch. <laughs> and he was there. My mother goes. Uh, but I, uh, yeah, I, I like that. You know, it's weird. I was listening to Tom Morello on lithium again. I look forward to a show. I never know when it's on. And they always say, Hey, if you want to hear the Tom Morello, a show on lithium, he's the guy from rage against the machine. They give him an hour to play whatever he wants. And I happen to really like it. And I always go, Oh, it's on. I can listen to it. 
But I, they say, go to the app, go to the SiriusXM app, and it's there on demand. You could hear it anytime That's you right. want. Yeah. But I don't, I don't, I don't do that. You want to catch go, it? I wanted, I, I, yes, I want to just catch. <laughs> it. I don't want to go to the app. I don't want. I'm, I'm lazy like that. I don't. I, it's too much technology for me. You know, I'm. I, 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 I got too many apps. So, but he gets on and he plays his favorite music and he tells you about. Uh, Rage Against the Machine, which is a great band. And and I love it. And I said the other day, you know what I'm going to do? I get this for like 10 minutes. I'm going to do a music show. I'm going to do an hour of my music. Just going to get on one day, right on our channel, and play music. And then I never do it. You've been saying that for 15 years now. Yeah. And then I go, hmm, I'm just going to do it. I don't have to bother Robin this. I go, oh, but it'd be fun if Robin was there. Because <laughs> then you start then it, building a show. Yeah, I start building a show. And then it gets complicated. And I go, yeah, you know, and then I'll play this song. But I better make a playlist. And I better do this ahead of time. And then I better come up with anecdotes about each of the songs. Oh, blah, what blah, blah, am blah, I going to say? Right, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, when I'm sitting there, I, when I'm sitting there in my house during this coronavirus, like they play on Lithium, which is Channel 34 in series. They play Chris Cornell all the time. And then I was on, I was actually on the app and looking at some of the stuff. Oh, no, I know what I was on Instagram. And I was looking at some of the things we put out on Instagram. And it's really good. One of yeah. them was Chris Cornell in our studio singing. And I got so fucking sad. And I go, that's it. I should do a music show <laughs> and talk about Chris Cornell and my interaction with him. And it would be very good. Right. And then what happened? And then I don't do it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Like, like all of a sudden later I was like, on, did what am I, I miss do? that show? <laughs> am I really going to get back on the radio and do another fucking show and play music? Well, only if it <laughs> would be fun, Howard. Yeah, well, I could do it here. I should play Bruce and Patty duetting at the Jersey for Jersey benefit. It was so good. I would like to hear that. Yeah, they did. Two I missed songs. that benefit. Welcome to Jersey for Jersey. We're here tonight dedicated to our health care workers and all of those who've lost loved ones who are suffering and dying with this terrible disease. You know right what it here, was? Right Stop now. For a second. And our beloved. I think years ago it would be like, I'd be like, Bruce is from Jersey, but he sounds like he's from Kentucky or some shit. That is exactly what I was thinking. I was like, where's he from? <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. I think that kind of stuff, like, I was just like, I, what is this guy? You know, yeah. and I'd be like, hey, everybody, what's happening here? And I'd be like, what the fuck? Now, you know, I'm so into the guy. Yeah. Sound like he's a farmer or something. Like, How do you grow up in Jersey? Yeah, you maybe grew up Jersey. in the city, dude. Yeah. But, uh, you know, so I would be overly critical and get hung up. But when he opens his mouth and he sings those songs yeah. with Patty, I get very emotional. All right, let's go back. Right here, right now, in our beloved state. This is Land of Hope and Dreams. Grab your ticket and your suitcase. Thunder's rolling down this track. You don't know where you're going now. You know you won't be back Well, darling, if you're weary Lay your head upon my chest We'll take what we can carry 
They're both singing together. Are they sharing a mic? Are they sharing a mic? I'm trying to remember. (laughs) I think in my mind they are. (laughs) They look at each other when they harmonize. It's sweet. What's the other song they did, too? Sometimes they, yeah, they lean into that mic together. Wasn't it like like She's My Jersey Girl? I think it was. Yeah, I think it was Jersey Girl. Yeah, play Jersey Girl. She's not from Jersey, though, is she? I don't know. I think she is. I'm not sure. I'm almost sure she is. I don't get hung up on that. He's just singing about this girl, and she's standing there harmonizing with him. And it looks like they have the best relationship. Who knows? They might beat each other. I don't know, but... I saw one night they were on stage, and it was obvious they had had a fight earlier in the day. It was great. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I buy into the love story. Do Do you have that track, or you don't have it? From the Jersey for Jersey? The girls out on the Cause tonight I want to be with you. Here tonight I want to take that ride. Cross the river to the Jersey side. Take my baby to the carnival. And take her on all the rides Cause down the shore everything's alright You and your baby on a Saturday night You know all my dreams come true When I'm walking down the street with you Sing sha-la-la-la-la-la-la And he looks at her and she looks well, back. She I mean, it's pretty Jersey. romantic. Yeah, yeah. Deal, New Jersey. And Bruce sings everything like it's so important, like, like the world is going to end. You know what I mean? It's like got some urgency to it. I get very affected by this. The song almost makes me want to go to New Jersey, which I'm not going to. But. Well, you can well, come visit me. You. <laughs> Locked up. I'm going to go see you. I'll go see the outside of your house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wave. When you're in love with a Jersey girl, down the shore. All right, anyway. One day I'll do a music show. It'll happen. It'll happen. I don't know, though. You know, I'm beginning to question your musical taste after the whole Prince thing and watching that stupid. uh, I have great musical taste. uh, Show with the Bachelor and the musicians. Don't say anything. By the way, this show put out (laughs) by the Bachelor franchise. And please do not call in about it. I know the finale was last night. This is better even than the regular Bachelor. It is not. Excuse me. It's called Listen to Your Heart. I have and, not uh, been able to sit through one episode. Beth and I are sitting here last night. We go, what are we going to do? The finale <laughs> is at 9 Tonight, o'clock. We both, yeah. yeah, we No, last night. It was last night. That's what I'm saying. You were sitting yeah. there yesterday. 
Beth goes, I may, let's, let's decide to not watch it. Could we, we fall asleep early. She started watching Michael Jordan with me. She was she was unconscious within one minute. She goes, no, Are no, no. Are you I kidding? She says, I like basketball. I want to watch it. I want to see what everyone's talking about, blah, 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 blah. I look over. She's like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, the poor woman's cleaning this house all day. I mean, she's she's beat. She's had enough. That is true. I forget about her extra duties. Her duties are wearing her out. <laughs> but... Um, so, so we, it's embarrassing to admit this, but we looked at each other. She said, listen, we're not going to stay up and watch, uh, listen to your heart. Let's agree. Do not watch the news. Do not, uh, we don't want any spoilers. She says, as soon as you're done with the show today, we're going to go right in front of the TV. We're going to watch, listen to your heart and watch the whole finale. I go deal. I said, I'd rather, once I'm done with the show, I like to eat my lunch. Do a little meditation. Then let's watch. Uh, Listen to your heart. You know, you got your afternoon schedule all set. Yeah. She says, okay. No walk. Just go right into. Uh... Well, I would rather have. I, I want to. I have to Peloton today. That's my schedule. But I'm, I'm blowing everything off for listen to your heart. I mean, it's terrible. I mean, it's a horrible thing to admit that I'm so fucked up. I was I was in front of the TV last night and I was doing something else. So it was just on that channel. Mm-hmm. And the moment they started singing, I was out of there. Oh, really? That's all they have to do to run me away. Well, I checked the ratings. According to John Hine, the thing hasn't done well in the ratings, and that's very depressing to me. Well, because... I'm telling you, it's a bad show. <laughs> oh, no, it's not. It is fabulous. <laughs> it There's a is lot of a romance packed show. into that show. Sorry. Listen, they have to sing. I... No, you're wrong. The, the, the standards for television have been lowered. You know, the greatest television show of all time. Everyone knows what it is. Go ahead, Robin, say it. What was the greatest radio, the greatest television show of all time? You mean cable or and the network? Every I don't care where you saw it. What was the greatest? You think co- it's The Sopranos? Of course. Of well, course. what else would it be? What would you think? Well, it is? I have tried. You know, you always say you go. Everybody should go back and watch The Sopranos. Yes. I'm trying to go to watch The Sopranos again, and I'm having What's, a very difficult why? time. What is your because problem? because it isn't that great. It was great at the time because we'd never oh, seen anything. No, no I watched it regularly. It does not regularly. stand the test of time. Oh, oh look, <laughs> I'm not going to argue with you. It, the The Sopranos was the greatest. Anybody there? Huh? Yeah. I thought my wife needed me. Oh, um, like the soupy show. Is somebody knocking? <laughs> <laughs> Wait. <laughs> It's, uh, what was that dog's name? Wolf, Wolf White uh, Fang. White Fang. Oh, it's White Fang. <laughs> um, I The um, Sopranos was the greatest show of all time. And I remember when The Sopranos came out. It was a movie out with Robert De Niro and Billy Crystal called Analyze This. And this movie was about a mob guy who goes to a psychiatrist. And when The Sopranos came out, I said, oh, Jesus, that's not original. How could they be doing a TV show? There was just a movie of this. Right. Well, I started watching that thing right from episode one. I never saw a TV show like this in my life. You had Tony. You had the mother with Tony and Uncle Junior. That dynamic alone would have made a great TV show. But then you had Edie Falco, who played the wife. So here's a mobster with his wife, a mobster with his mother, who's a fucking pain in the ass. 
Nothing's good. They give her gabagoo right away. It's too salty. Uh, who's going to eat all this? Right? She was difficult. The uncle was difficult. Tony Soprano was brilliant. Edie Falco as the suffering wife married to the mobster. She loves the money he's bringing in, but she hates his morality. Then those kids were terrific. Then you add in the mobsters. They would have guest mobsters every season. Steve Buscemi. You would have uh, Richie Aprile. Remember that guy? <laughs> I mean, you had these characters. Uh, and Paulie. By the way, Paulie killed Tony Soprano. That was the ending, as far as I'm concerned. Tony Soprano died at the end of that show. You just don't get to see the shooting. And I believe Paulie was behind it. Well, that's the whole point. You can write your own ending. I know the ending. Believe me, I watched the show. <laughs> and then on top of it, the, what's her name? With the, the therapist, Lorraine Bracco. She did yes, such a she great job. Yes, she was great at the beginning. She was, she was sexy, but she was also kind of fucked up in her own right. It was, it, it was just the best television ever. And, you know, th then you hear people go, well, Game of Thrones was so... No, Game of Thrones... No, it's not Game of Thrones. It was medi mediocre writing, let's face it, not well shot. Okay, it was fun. We all had a good time. A lot of it was confusing and, and had no real... Uh, it, it wasn't great. But it's not we, Game of Thrones. The lowering of standards. Th there hasn't been anything as good as The Sopranos. And yes, don't tell me yes, Breaking Bad. Yes, there is. Breaking no. Bad. No, no. Stop it. Watch it again. again. I can watch... I've no. watched it... Five no, you to can. ten times. Over Breaking and Bad over was and over terrific. Again. Terrific show. I enjoyed it, but it's not The Sopranos. I'm sorry. It was better. No. Where is <laughs> David Chase, the guy who wrote The Sopranos? Does he still write television? He hasn't written anything. You know what? He's, like, he's like Ham, Ham Hans. Hans Bill. That's right. <laughs> Ham Hans Bill wrote your song, and then we can't he's come up with it. He's a one hit wonder. But The Sopranos was a great show. Now, the not. saddest. Saddest part is that uh, you've watched Breaking Bad five times. I got to get you laid. That's going to be my mission once this COVID nineteen is over. What is it, John Hine, who is an expert on television? Am I right, John? Howard, I love The Sopranos. It's a fantastic hey, show. I don't. I don't think it's the greatest show of all time. What is the greatest I, show of all time? Either The Wire. I, I think it's no. better. I the Wire was a fabulous Bad. show. You're right. The Wire is a fabulous show. The Sopranos. The reason I don't say The Wire is because The Wire didn't didn't maintain its quality throughout its run. Oh, Robin, you're so wrong about that. She's oh, wrong. The no, Wire. I'm right One about truth. it. No, no, she no. She watches a lot of television, but she's not a critic like myself or you, John. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> with David Chase, though, Howard, he um he did a film with Gandolfini called Not Fade Away, which wasn't that good. But he was supposed to be finishing up a Sopranos prequel that was supposed to come out this year. And James Gandolfini's son plays Tony, a young Tony Soprano. in right. it. Right. He can only do Sopranos. It's like ham hands. He has to keep doing my song. Oh, come on. That, that's outrageous. <laughs> You're outrageous. But uh, and John, with all due respect, as much as an expert as you think you are, you love the pitch black episode of Game of Thrones. So That's that ruins your credibility. I mean, I don't even take okay. you seriously anymore. And, 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 and you're wrong about Game of Thrones. Look, Game of Thrones is not. Game as of Thrones good as was fun. I watched it, but it wasn't great. The ending was was oh, it was, was great. Was, okay. Oh God. Sopranos God, was the greatest. Ladies and gentlemen, trust me when I tell you. The Sopranos was the greatest show on television there ever was. Well, if was you've perfect. never watched it, it's a great show to watch. That's right. And the other show, Listen to Your Heart 
on ABC. <laughs> you, that's where you go right over the cliff. <laughs> it's couples finding romance while singing together, much oh. like Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. And real yeah, romance. Yeah, but they could sing. These people. This isn't about are singing. Terrible. It's about romance. You don't understand Why stop the Bachelor. To sing. You don't understand the Bachelor franchise. It does. It's I funny that they can't sing. Bad singers. No, that's what's great about it. They think they're good. <laughs> you're, you're missing the whole. Listen, the I can't whole talk point television. Is, yes, with they you. are not good, and they think they are. Robin, the, I just read from uh, Jim Meyer, the head of SiriusXM, that you are no longer allowed to talk about television on there. Only Howard. <laughs> <laughs> this is from Jim Meyer himself, who signs your paycheck, and so that's it. Well, uh, I'll have to go. take that up with Jim. Jim. Jim actually Jim. gets television recommendations from me, so stop it. He does? <laughs> yes. Who even knew you were in contact with Jim? <laughs> I didn't even know Jim was still alive during this COVID-19. <laughs> is, I don't know where is he, he during the Where is he? He's, he? He got the hell out of town is what he <laughs> Like everyone else. Listen, he wants to live. We can't lose him. I love that guy. No, he's great. I, you know, I've worked for so many shitheads in my life. I'm writing a, a song about it. called <laughs> In My Life. In my life, there's so many shitheads. Oh, that's amazing were... that we both came to that conclusion at the same yes. time. Like, that's a song. Well, it's my song. How dare you try to put your name on it? <laughs> Uh, by the way, just one last point about the Sopranos. This is a quote from Vince Gilligan. You know who Vince Gilligan is? He's the guy who He's wrote, the guy who Breaking, wrote Bad. Breaking Bad. Yes. He said the following without Tony Soprano, there would be no Walter White. And that's well, that's fine, but he surpassed no. the thing he admired. No. no. Yep. Yep. Jim Meyer says you can't talk about Greater it. character. Nope. Walter White? No. no. Better story arc and character development. Okay. So, <laughs> I'm desperately trying to say, change the subject. I'm desperate. I know what I'll tell you. Gardein is our sponsor today. Yes. Uh, they are a plant-based meat revolution, and I love Gardein so much. Gardein looks cooks satisfies like, like real meat. meat yes like real meat i'm having gardein today i just oh, I had gardein i had gardein last night oh. in a ragu but, but when you were trying to decide whether to watch what is that stupid show called listen to your heart <laughs> can't wait we're gonna so we decided we're gonna get together after the show I'll meditate, eat up quick, and then we're going right in front of the TV, and we're watching Listen to Your Heart. It's the big uh, I feel so bad for you. Yeah, I usually get it in <laughs> advance, but I have a feeling because it was the last episode, maybe they were afraid They wanted that you in suspense, too. Yeah, I wish they hadn't done that, because I'm kind of a hero with my wife when I'm able to get these shows in advance. Yeah, and you need to be a hero right now in the pandemic. Well, I kind of do because she's doing so much. And then like all of a yeah. sudden I emerge from my office. I go, guess what? Your man just got you. Goes, what? <laughs> the last episode of Listen to Your Heart. That would have been nice. Um, and then it like forgives all the fact that 
you know, I haven't done anything. You're running the Roombas and she's doing everything else. Right. <laughs> we don't, we have this morning, we had three Roombas running. We had the mopper going and we have two Roombas doing vacuuming. I love those little Roombas. Well, I didn't get the Roomba mop. I'm becoming the so queen good. of household gadgets, household cleaning gadgets. Yeah, get the, uh, get the mop. You'll no, I got a steam mop, Howard. Really? I'm in love. Well, now you know something. When you talk about TV, you don't sound so smart, but now you're talking. In a minute, I completely cleaned my kitchen floor. And it was not only clean, it was sterilized. It was sanitized. By the way, Robin, uh, I hate to interrupt your cleaning uh, prowess, but uh, on our phone is John Hine Audiobook. He has more oh. great TV shows that he wants to talk about. <laughs> okay. Yes, John Hine Audiobook. All in the Family was the first sitcom that dealt with real-life issues in a brutally honest way and made us laugh, mostly awkwardly, at both the show and ourselves. Right. Okay. CBS shared a disclaimer prior to its premiere episode warning of the blunt humor Norman Lear was about to bestow upon us. Archie yes. Bunker was an outspoken working class bigot surrounded by people he despised. His I have to get this book. Edith was the antithesis of Archie. You know, I never bought this book. Shame they shared on the me. house with their daughter, Gloria, who was married to the Polish unemployed liberal Michael, who Archie referred to as Meathead. You know, the good thing about the quarantine is I think people are going to rediscover this book because what, uh, what a read. I think everybody should have this book in their home. And the way John <laughs> reads it, I'm almost considering getting into audiobook because <laughs> listen to that delivery. Uh, yes, yes, I sir. use. Yes, Scooby sir. Doo, where are you? Shaggy and the rest of the Mystery Machine gang have been asking this question and solving local crimes for over 25 years. Scooby-Doo is a classic cartoon that features Scooby, a cowardly great right. game. Thank you, John. Around with John Hine Audiobook. Yeah, Ralph, you're on. Oh, vey. John Hine Audiobook. Oh, no. Thank you. Is he weighing in on what's the best TV the show? The I can't get rid of John Hine Audiobook. <laughs> John, shut up. Dennis Cole, John, can you shut the fuck up and hang up on yourself? Thank you. Absolutely. Oh, I'm Is about to lose it? another friend over the Sopranos. Robin, you're fucking nuts. That's the best show oh, ever. God. I mean, like, you can't even compare that Breaking Bad. I mean, yeah, Ra it was Ralph, good at the time. the shit you watch, you shouldn't even call in. The he recommends shows that you can't even watch for five seconds. Oh, I just checked out this. You should, you should look at it. Yeah, give me, a, give me an example. Give me an example, you big like, loudmouth. Oh, that Julia Roberts show? Horrible. Oh, it was so good. Oh, my God. Right, yeah, listen, you're you the chill. only one who watched it. All right. No. Ralph feels no, The Sopranos was, was the best show on TV, and he's right. And I, in my but opinion, he shouldn't and, attack people just because they disagree with him. Well, he has a right to. You know, he's an expert. He well, spends more time listen, watching TV Robin. than anyone on the planet. No, he watches so much TV, he has to watch everything bad. And his taste level has gone way down as a result. Wow. You were just crazy. That's You've insult. lost it in quarantine. <laughs> yeah. All right, Ralph. Thank you for that uh, great phone call. Quickly, there you go. Can I say something about the ending of The Sopranos? It wasn't about who got killed or what. It was just that living on the edge, that tension. His whole life is tension. Never oh, know what's going to Oh, thank you for happen. explaining the ending to us. Thank you for man. Well, Howard said to that he, he, Tony died. He did. He, yeah, Tony he died. died. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Robin, he did. 
Robin, right. go clean something, you crazy. She is. I want to hit you with my steam up. Right. I hung up on him because uh, the whole the whole subject bores me. Uh, we're deteriorating here. Right. This is dopey. <laughs> a couple of people wrote me and said, Howard, you never did a follow-up with Mamet. If you remember, I, I'm going to refresh your uh, memory. Mamet works for me. We were talking on the air bullshitting about quarantine and the, the misery and... Quite frankly, I felt bad for Mehmet. His uh, apartment was infested with with rats. Yeah. The guy just moved in with his girlfriend. They decided to live together. The COVID thing hit. Now they're trapped in that apartment with rats. I think they're at each other's throats. I don't know. It's not It's not great. Mehmet has paid his rent, by the way. This is what people want to know. We, uh-huh. A woman called in and suggested that Mehmet not pay his rent. I happen to agree. He can't get his landlord on the phone. He can't uh, get any satisfaction. His toilet is backing up. The pipe smells so bad. There's a reek in his in his apartment. Does the reek still exist, Mehmet? Hi, how you doing? Hey, how's it going? Um, yeah, it comes and goes in the in the evening times only. But yeah, it's still here. And Mehmet, like a lot of New Yorkers, you know, it is very hard to get an apartment that has any kind of, uh, of space. Got a nice apartment. And now you know why it was nice. The landlord is at MIA. The apartment smells from this uh, duty backup. And on top of everything else, there are rats in the walls. And we even played tape of it to let you hear what was going on in his walls. And it was frightening. It was really. Yeah, it sounded like they were going to break through at any time. So Mehmet is dealing with the sewage issue. Mehmet has done, uh, you know. Well, he's really done nothing about it because you, you, you decided to pay your rent anyway, right? You decided not to fight the system. Well, yes. And also our neighbors have been on uh, having this battle with the building for a long time. So they've kind of been leading the charge. They did finally lock the rats up. They, they patched the hole that the rats were getting through. Uh huh. So now they're dying in the walls, but, uh, now we've been with dead rat smell on top of the sewage, but, um, our landlord's an e- evil genius because he doesn't have an email you can write him to. He doesn't have a, a phone with a voicemail. You can leave him any messages about what's uh, broken in the building. So, yeah, it's always Yeah, something. the smell of rats dying in the walls is now added That's to not the good, yeah. From the, That's from a the horrible sewage smell. issue. You got the sewage yeah. issue two times a day, and then you got the rats dying in the wall. Do you still hear the rats at night clawing on the walls, or are they have they have it dissipated? We hear them. It's getting less and less every day, but for a while we were hearing them like slowly die and and screaming in the walls, like oh. making awful guttural death sounds. And I know from people who live outside of the New York area, they don't understand. They they're probably simply saying, "Why doesn't Matt leave?" Because it is so hard to find a great apartment in Manhattan. Yeah, there's price. no place to go. There really isn't. Yeah. Yeah, right? I mean, floors, which is like, it is unheard of for someone, you know, at my level to have two floors in a Manhattan apartment. And plus, like, we just moved in together. It had two bathrooms. We didn't want to share a bathroom, you know, like, it, it felt like a dream situation. And yeah, it's turned into a nightmare. Yeah, and the thing is, yeah, nobody has two floors in Manhattan, you know, unless you're or very, two very bathrooms. wealthy. Or two bathrooms, <laughs> unless you're really wealthy. I mean, yeah. I remember when I met Beth, she was paying about, now this is going back 20 years ago, 
But you know, we've been together 20 years, and she had an apartment where she was paying something like a couple of grand a month. That There was no kitchen. I mean, there was a sink, and then right next to the sink was like a, a like a, not even a bathtub, like this little shower. It was fucking oh, my. And, and she was spending a fortune. And, you know, it was her entire paycheck almost going to rent. Yeah. Uh, so you can't get space like what he's. It, so you see, you know, even when you sign the lease, you know it's too good to be true, right, Mamet? You know that this can't be good. Yeah, I mean, but that's how fucked up living in New York is. The fact that despite the sewage, despite the dead rats, like we'd still rather live here than in a tiny studio that we would get for the same price down the street. You know what I mean? Yeah, but what way. about when they fix the place up because they've complained so much and then they jack up the rent so he can't afford it? Yeah, that'll yeah. be great. Well, listen to this. So after we talked about this on the air, I'm giving you the follow up. The People's Court, the TV show, reached out to Mehmet to see if he wanted to confront his landlord on their show. Oh, I thought that was a good idea. But Mehmet, you declined. You should have taken the guy to People's Court. I, there's just multiple things going on. Like, I didn't want people to be able to figure out, A, where I live. B, when I talked to the producer, I said, you know, I'm worried even if I win, this landlord might be able to make my life hell for the remaining time I have on my lease. And I thought she would assure me that that wasn't the case. But she was kind of like, eh, yeah, you know, that might be a thing. So I don't know. I was freaked out by the whole thing. Yeah, Were they going to pay you? How much were they going to pay you? I think, well, I would have had to win the case, which I don't know anything about, you know, real estate or what rights I have or don't. So it wasn't even a guarantee I'd win. Who's the judge on People's Court these days? I know Judge Judy isn't the judge. That's Judge no, Judy. Well, I forget what that woman's name is. It seems to me like oh, if you go on People's Yeah, if you go on People's Court and you just say, Hey, dude, there's fucking rats. I can't get you on the phone, I think it's a slam dunk win. But- yeah. But then Mamet's right. Maybe the guy makes your life hell after the people's court. And doesn't he have to agree to go on TV? He ain't going to agree to that. If he's right. They got to find him. Mamet can't even yeah. find him. They got to find him and get him to come into court. Right. Yeah. I mean, I was doing a Google search on the guy's name and there's just like thousands of Google pages of people talking about what a scumbag, you know, organ- <laughs> Oh, my God. You yeah. didn't do that Google yeah. search when you before, huh? Before well, you no, found the apartment. Because you're like, I got a two floor apartment in Manhattan <laughs> with two bathrooms. I don't want to know anything about this guy. Yeah. How bad could it be? And then next thing you know, there are rats crawling yeah. into your apartment. And these are some big well, ass know, rats. People- People are like, oh, you know, keep track of all the emails you send him. And every time you leave a, me- a message, it's like, I can't. He doesn't have email. He doesn't have an answering machine. Hey, Gary, what's up? I was going to say, we, we know somebody that went on people's court. And here's the big secret about people's court. It's all paid in advance, meaning if two people go, if Mehmet went on and was suing the guy for $2,500, no matter what, Mehmet gets a 2500 Right. So it's Everybody kind of wins? Yes. In other words, they agree to pay whoever, you know, whoever the judge decides, they pay the fee. That's why right. everything's, that, that's why I think everything on the show is like under three grand or under five grand or something like that. I was looking at these notes on Mehmet. Here's a couple of things. So you moved in with your girlfriend and yeah. um, it says here, everything's not perfect. Uh-oh. It says here, Mehmet, Mehmet and his girlfriend 
And by the way, they're under a lot of stress because, first of all, they never lived together before. And then all of a sudden they get an apartment together. Everything's cool. They probably figured, hey, Mamet's going to go to work all day. She's got her job. She's going to go to work all day. They'll meet up at night. It'll be, you know, it'll be fun. Now they're stuck in the apartment together. A little more than extended dating, yes. Yeah, they got the rats. The the shit smell at night. The shit smell at night. I heard she tried to fix it like she tried to be the man in the relationship and fix the toilet. Yeah, she's she's definitely the man in the relationship. She was the one who figured out the the rubber ring around the toilet was broken. Oh. She's sitting like five feet away on the couch, by the way. Bring her in, because I'm actually going to talk about this. Ahmed says he and Mary get in little fights once a day. They snapped at each other the other morning. Hi, Mehmet t- <laughs> hey, Mehmet told Mary to take a deep breath and calm down. That's the worst <laughs> thing you could do in a fight, dude. What, I said take a deep breath about what? You said you were fighting with your girlfriend, Mary. Hi, Mary. Hi. Tell me if I have this wrong. Emma Met used that line. Hey, why don't you calm down and take a deep breath? He told me to take a chill pill. Yeah. Don't you hate that? It's awful. So we haven't been sleeping, obviously. There's like the poop smell. There's rats in the walls. They're dying. He snores. He farts. He- All right. Oh, all kinds of noise, all hours of the night. You know, I'm not sleeping very well. We wake up in the morning. There's, you know, a lot to do and it gets very stressful. And, you know, we live in a small apartment. We can't go outside. So it's just, there's chaos all the time. There are positives to living with me. He's beautiful. He's gorgeous to look at, but just keep your mouth shut. (laughs) Yeah. But here's the thing. When you fight with a woman and you say, Hey, take a chill pill, calm down. That drives them nuts, Mamet. You, you cannot say that. You know what well, that you, means, Mamet? It means you didn't listen to her. She's trying to tell you something. And when you well, say you, take a chill pill, you're not listening to what she's saying. I, I, I anyone listening, you, you end up with your significant other in an apartment our size. You're going to tell them more than just take a chill pill. It's stressful. <laughs> they argue over things like doing the laundry, keeping the apartment neat, and feeding the cats. Are you doing the bulk of the work, Mary? I don't. <laughs> say don't. What? What was that? What do you mean, don't? 85% of the work around here. You do 85%. Yeah, I mean, it takes a lot to maintain his physique. And She's his trying look. to get you riled up. No. <laughs> <laughs> Mamet's working on himself, and you're taking care of the apartment. I'm the one saying we need to clean this place every single night. I'm the one doing the dishes. I'm the one picking up all the wrappers around the place. I will say he does load the dishwasher. That's it. That's his thing. That's his his one chore in the house is to load the dishwasher. He does take the trash out sometimes, too. Mary, have you said to Mehmet, (laughs) did you ever sit him down and say, look, we need to split the, the because I have a job and you have a job. So that's equal. We need to split the responsibilities equally because I'm going to burn out here. Have you said that to him? We, we talk about that often. I think. Are you guys buying any of that? Are you really, you believe this is true? Yes. <laughs> no. Well, why, why would she lie? I Do I not say every night, we need to clean this apartment. Please help me clean this apartment. I, I'd say you say that maybe once a week, but I, that's like when I'm working until midnight, like... You can kind of step up and clean up the apartment while I'm working. All right. Well, this is the first time I'm hearing it. I take out the trash. I make the bed. I do the dishes. It, it, what else well, needs how to be there, done? How could, how could there be such a disconnect? Are you telling me Mary's yeah. a liar? No, I don't think she's a liar. I think she's just trying to be funny right now. 
Are you trying to be funny, Mary? I don't think that this is very funny. So no, <laughs> not really. Mary, are you are you saying to Mamet, listen, you're my man. I'm trying to live with you here. You've got to step up and take your share of the responsibility. And he's just like delusional and saying, uh, I don't know. I don't get what's going on here. I did this. I did this. I did this. Well, what, what can I going- do more, honestly? What? What can he I'm do more? I'm asking what I could do in addition to what I'm already doing. Um, dusting, sweeping, pressing the on button to the Roomba once in a while. Um okay. Small, small little micro things that could just make life a little bit easier. All right. I, I did not realize this was an issue. I honestly <laughs> didn't. Because oh, you're saying I, take a chill pill and not listening. I guess. Mary, you also say you do not like it. And I understand this. When Mehmet tells you you look nice because oh, you know. What? No, You've got to get I, close I, to the mic. I looked terrible a few days ago. Like I, I woke up, um, I had urgent emails that I needed to respond to. It was like six o'clock in the morning. You know, I have like a bathroom on my hair is on top of my head. That was the day he told me that I needed to like chill out and relax and whatever. And I, I got mad at him. We talked about it a little bit. And at the end he just says, you look really good. And it was just like, I really don't look good. Like, please don't like try to just put like icing on top of this fight that we just had by saying I looked good. Like, tell me I look nice when I actually look nice. And don't just try to. She always looks nice. I'm never lying when I say that to her. But, but she you got understand mad when, when she got mad, you understand why she got mad. She's trying to have a discussion with you and you try to make it all go away by saying, hey, you look nice. Uh, that like, oh, I'll compliment you and all of everything will be fine. You think that's it's not, that simple? That's not exactly what happened. She was having a stressful day. She was freaking out, like almost in tears over just stress from work and things like that. And so I just went out of my way to compliment her and make her feel good. That's what how I saw it. Yes, but but what she saw was that um, you, you're saying you look nice when she does. You're trying to put icing on a turd. That's what she right. <laughs> exactly. So when you say that to Mehmet, he doesn't understand what you're saying is what I I think that's that's trouble because you're trying to say when I look good and I make myself up. That's when you can tell me I look nice. Does he do that when you do when you do look nice? No, it's very rare. I could I could put like an hour into my appearance and I'll walk out and he'll be you know playing Candy Crush and then ask me if I'm ready to go. And it's just like, oh, boy, hey, you know, I put some mascara on today. Like, hey. No, no, the thing I always tell her is that she's so beautiful, she doesn't need to do any of that stuff. I say I, I just like the way she looks when she rolls out of bed. She looks good all day. I think that's a nice thing to say. No, what you're doing is you're condescendingly saying, hey, you look nice when you're in the middle of some sort of argument. By That shuts her up because, hey, you just got the ultimate compliment from a man. You look nice. Therefore, don't worry about anything else. Do I have that right, Mary? You have that spot on. Yeah. Thank you for doing that. No problem. I don't think Mehmet's getting it still, but... No, he's going to be pissed, but <laughs> maybe it'll get through to him. You, you got to let Mehmet, I'm trying to help you, because this girl's beautiful, and she's a great match for you. You don't want to lose her. I actually think we'd have a very nice life together. We absolutely do. We eat the same garbage. We watch the same trash on TV. Um but I guess Again, what you're saying is a couple that is not fighting right now. And I will show you a couple that is lying to you. I'm not fighting with my wife. Yeah, but you have like a, a ton of space to separate yourselves. It's like a separate <laughs> country. Well, if anything, it causes stress because we have a lot of space that has to be cleaned. 
And, uh, you know, my wife has said to me, you know, you know, she has sat me down and we have tried to figure out a way that I can uh, participate and be, and be useful. You got to listen. And you actually listen. I try to. But yeah, um, we're working on it. But it, I, I, I don't know. It feels like I, I'm glad we moved in together. I wish it wasn't under the stress of this pandemic, but. Well, you, you know, know what this will prove, Mehmet? If you can get through this, you probably could get through a life together. Yeah, I think so. I definitely think so. Is it true you guys get into a fight once a day? We have one fight a day, I would say. Not fight as in, like, <laughs> just a moment where one of us snaps at the other. Maybe tears involved. but uh, Oh. We, but I, I will say, we. I go out of my way. I go out of my way to like we do that whole thing where you never go to bed angry at each other and talk it out. And I apologize constantly. Mary, you're making a face <laughs> that I've never seen before. Uh, tell me tell me what's going through your head as Mehmet t- describes this. Is there really a fight every day? So when yeah, I'm saying like when there's a fight, it's like. Get your underwear off the staircase. Like, why is that even there? That kind of thing. Oh. oh, I really wish you could look downstairs right now and see whose clothes are on the floor, because I'm telling you, you it's wouldn't find clothes. mine. No, today it's your clothes. I did all of my laundry on Sunday. You have baskets full of clothes all over the place. And that laundry on Sunday was the first time laundry has been done by you in like two months. Because my closet is like the size of a bedroom. I can go through clothes like that. Whatever. Well, uh, you're not on the same page with this. Uh, um. They even argue about work. Uh, Mary complained that after Mehmet slept for a very long time, he got up and interrupted a very important call that she was on for work. Oh. And asked about cat food, where he could have, he knows what to do. And and it turned out the cat food, there wasn't any. So he could have gone, gotten some cat food, and uh, Mary wouldn't have to be interrupted. Yeah, it wouldn't have to be a nuisance. How tough was that for you, Mary, to get over? Well, so we live, you know, near eight different places that sell the same cat food. We have one brand of cat food that we get every time. It's not a big secret. It could have just been very easy for him to throw a stone and get the cat food and just come back. But that happened. He wanted you. I mean, if we're we're playing this game, though, like I have to wake up at the crack of dawn for my job. She gets to sleep in till like 10 a.m. So by the time she walks up the stairs, I've been working for four hours or something like that. And she's asking me to do things, and it's just, it's like the bad timing. You know what I mean? Come on. Well, when is a good time to get you to go to work and help out around well, the house? I, but I bet, like, if Beth needs you, let's say she needs you to Roomba the house, I bet you she doesn't hit you up five minutes after the show is done. She probably gives you, like, an hour, you know, to just kind of chill out a little bit and whatever. Well, that's true. But the other day, she needed some help with um, carrying cat litter and things. I got done with the show, and I and she said, "I need help." And I spring too. Listen, I try to keep her happy. No, I now, do look, too. I, you the know, point but... with the cat food story is this: a man says, "Hmm, there's no cat food. I'm going to go take care of it." A little boy says, "Let me go ask mommy if there's cat food, knowing full well there isn't any. And maybe mommy <laughs> will go get it." Now, I've, and I'm saying busy. this because, like you, I can want mommy to take care of everything. <laughs> but listen, Mary's in the same boat. She probably goes, oh, there's no cat food. I'll go buy some. You I'm know you could have you could have gone and bought it. I buy it 99% of the time. Who just went and bought 
kitten food. You bought it online. I had to go out and get on the subway and go, like, risk my life to go get it. Well, why'd you run out? Why didn't you order it before? Well, because we just got a kitten, and kitten food is harder to find in stores. So we had to, like, find a place around that was still open that carries it. You can't just feed them regular adult cat food. Right. But you know that. So handle it. Yes. That could be your thing. (laughs) Mary, you agree, right, what Robin just said? In other words, he knows. He he can go handle it. He doesn't even have to consult you. Yeah. That's all on me. We should have known that the cat food was running out. I should have ordered it, you know, ahead of time. But it's just we've been crazy busy. There's so much going on. Who's there when a when a bug is crawling around? The cats. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna say you're helping out by killing bugs? That's a I mean, that's a major thing. That's something she can't do that I'm I can step up and How I have often no does that happen, Mamet? Well, now the rats are dead. It would be fairly often. With the rats dying, the roaches are just, like, taking over. So oh, no. <laughs> Get that landlord. Never mind oh, fighting with each God. other. Go fight with that landlord on TV. Yeah, I'm curious um, to, like, just meet him. I want to see this, what this guy looks like. Well, I'm going to bring up something that Mary said, and I, and I feel for her in this, and I want to say this to all men listening. Mehmet is only showering every other day. He does not always shower after working out. Mary says she has caught Mamet smelling really bad. Now look, when a, Mary, is this? Am I saying something wrong? I I love when he smells a little bit bad. He's got a really nice musk. Okay, I hear you. You don't want to. Then you don't how did we blow. find out about this? <laughs> I can't help you unless you come clean. Listen, no pun intended. Mamet, like Richard, I said this to him the other day. If women start complaining that you smell bad, it's almost over. They don't no, even know. I, I, I agree, and I nip that in the bud. I would just say, like, during this quarantine, like, days blend together. You forget the last time you took a shower or, you know, changed your clothes or whatever. But you know after you work out, you're going to need a shower. I don't always smell when I sweat. Yeah, come on. Sure you do. But, yes, I, I'm going to make an effort. Mary, to- is that true that he doesn't smell when he sweats? He's got this really good deodorant, and he ran out last week, and we couldn't find it in any of the stores. <laughs> it was just like an overpowering, you know, we've got the pool post smell, we've got the rat smell, and then we had his armpit smell, and it was just... She doesn't need another bad smell, Mamet. Right, she's got enough. She's, got a- <laughs> she's surrounded by bad smells. No, I understand, and I don't want to lose her. I, I love living with her, and I, I will try to be better. Mary, you're pretty much taking a shower every day, right? Making sure you smell good yeah. for Mamet, right? Excuse me. Yes, I, I do. I take a bath usually, and, and then I take a shower after my bath. That's like my decompressing time. That's my alone time. That's the only like private space I have in this whole apartment. So, yes, Let me tell I you do. something, Mary. If you started smelling, he'd be out the door. Oh, oh yeah. so you I know. Would be the end of that. If I had a small odor of any kind, that would be the end. And you mentioned he burps and farts and smells sometimes. Uh, you know, first of all, Mamet, you wait till you get married to start doing that stuff. <laughs> I'm going to trick a woman. I all that stuff as best I can. Well, why are you farting in front of her? Seriously. I don't think that you happens. Know, that's, it's usually an accident, and he usually gets embarrassed. I'm saying, like, when he goes to sleep, it's like a trombone. Oh. Never-ending, and he's just, you know, peacefully sleeping. <laughs> all these noises are happening all over the place, so. You're saying in his sleep, 
He's farting on you? All the time. He's a dream farter. Yes. Wow. Like well, this is what's going on during this uh, isolation period. <laughs> I feel bad. She also has to put up with, I, I can't sleep without noise, so I have to play tape of, like, birds and things like that. <laughs> King of All Black says, uh, you guys are in trouble. Let's see if he knows. He's been oh. married. I mean, he knows. All right, King, go ahead. I mean, man, I'm on your side 100%. I mean, who? I mean, who does she think she is? Huh. If you, if you had, if you was famous, some famous movie star singer she was with, she wouldn't complain about none of that stuff. Bullshit. So you keep doing what you do. You keep doing. She's being selfish. That's the word. Selfish. Let me tell you something. If I walked around smelling, and uh, my wife, uh, she would not put up with it. She would not. Well, well the smelling part, I agree with. But all of that old, she should have got, he should have got the kitten food. You sure he should have. Well, why should she get it? it. She's no, working, she too. She was on the phone working. Yeah, but she doesn't have to get up early in the morning. you better put her in We can't check, even man. hear him. Mamet, <laughs> wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Whenever you put him on. He is plagued by a bad fucking phone connection. Yeah, it's great. Goodbye. I mean, what's the matter with him? (laughs) But I I don't want people leaving thinking we don't split the work 50-50. It really is close to a 50-50 split. Why am I not smiling? (laughs) Mary, Mary, you just made a face that that (laughs) indicates you disagree. So our version of like clean is completely different. I would love if for the next week we take a list of the chores I do and you take a list of the chores you do. I'm game. I mean, they will be very equal. (laughs) We could take photos of what I think is clean versus what he thinks is clean. So when he cleans, you have to go redo it. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, so his version of cleaning up is like taking his Burger King wrapper off the coffee table, but there's ketchup smeared everywhere. You know, whatever. Uh... I, I take care of that stuff. He takes care of his trash, which is very considerate, <laughs> considering we have roaches and rats and everything. So thank you for taking the burger Wait, thing out. <laughs> I, I know this is interesting to nobody but us, but did I not find like plates of old ass eggs and oatmeal yesterday laying around that I asked you to please just rinse through before you leave them out? It, I just, again. Yes. What did you we say, Mary? I made egg salad yesterday at 11 o'clock. I had a meeting from 11 to 3. I put the bowl in the sink. I was going to take For care of it. For once. Take care of it after my meeting. And he comes in during my meeting again. He's like, hey, look at this crusty bowl. What is this? Like, during your meeting? I'm sorry. During a business meeting? All the time. I have to go off camera all the time because he comes oh. in the background in his pajamas <laughs> yelling at me. Just like, Dude, can't it. you wait till she gets off the business meeting to, to or why not you just go over to the sink and clean up the fucking bowl while she's I do, but Howard, if, if you were dealing with that every day, you'd lose your shit too. Like if every day there were there were dishes left behind with old ass crusty food in them that you had to wash, you'd be like, can you just rinse it first before you leave it in the sink? If my woman was earning uh, do re me on a phone call, I'll wash her fucking dishes any time. Well, we both are. That's what I'm saying. Like, we, we, we split it. I do the dishes. The one thing I've asked her to do is when she puts it in the sink or leaves it out, just give it a quick once over so that there's not food left in it. I think All right. Well, another happy couple in isolation. 
no, no. We really are. We really are fine. Dude, you got to get that way, farting under what, control, too. Yeah, what? Did you hear what happened to us the other day as far as, like, the clapping goes in our neighborhood? It's, it, it, even our neighborhood is a nightmare. Well, what? I do know that in Manhattan at 7 o'clock, uh, a lot of people get out on the street and they applaud. Well, they open uh, their windows or step out on their balconies and applaud. Yeah, and bang pots which, and so forth. Which is pointless, but fine. If people want to do that and it makes them feel good, whatever. But, like, people are taking it way too far. We went for a walk yesterday. And we weren't clapping. We were just, you know, it was our one chance to get out and have a nice couple's time together. Well, this was the first time that we went outside in like probably five days. Um, we were so stressed out, you know, not sleeping and everything. And finally, like, I just kind of erupted. I'm like, I need to go outside, even just walk around the block. I have to get back to work. I just need to go out very quickly. Take it from here. And we go on the street and people start clapping at seven o'clock. And we're in conversation. We're not clapping, but we don't care if people are clapping. All of a sudden, like, people start berating us for not clapping. Like, this old man was out his window like, hey, you. He's like, start clapping now. And, like, people's kids were pointing at us and, like, getting disgusted <laughs> we weren't clapping. Really? Jeez, yeah, that's crazy. Like, Fuck you and your fucking stupid clapping like this just needs to stop it's not helping people are going to kill each other i'm telling you i know over uh, the silliest things yeah yeah well you would go nuts if people were clapping like right next to your window when you're trying to walk mary did you secretly want to clap but mamet kind of made you feel silly clapping no so i actually told him he was a sheep because everybody was screaming at him to clap and then he was just like kind of (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah i I pushed it out Mehmet, you were a pussy and you gave in, huh? You were a sheep. I was scared. Like, people were staring at us with fire in their eyes. You were clap-shamed. Wow. No masks, right? Nobody wears a mask. Shame in you, but they had no mask. All right, well, you two, listen, I wish you luck. You're a lovely couple. Uh, I know you're working hard. I would still still recommend what? I said it, it really is fine. We're good. It's just, you know, we need this pandemic to end soon. Yeah, we'll take a shower. It would be a lot better. Uh, I wish you luck with the rats. I wish you luck with your landlord. Roaches Thanks. now, Howard. The, it's like the rats actually kept the roaches away. Yeah, now you're going to be wishing this those rats terrible. will come back. Well, yeah. anyway, but you got two rooms, and that's a lucky thing. Two floors. Uh, listen, Mamet, my advice to you, shower after you work out. You're in close quarters. Got a beautiful girlfriend you're in love with clean up you understand yeah i hear you i hear what you're saying we we both need to do more around the house and we both need to do our parts that's what you heard not i need to step up (laughs) i believe both of us can step up (laughs) good luck with this Uh, good news the producers of divorce court want to book you for the show now Uh, they're calling now all right go ahead you two go go clean up good to see you mary right good to see you all bye Here's Mamet now from the future. Mary broke up with him in the future. Oh, and this is dear. what it sounds like. Yes, Mamet from the future, how are you? I hope you can understand and accept my deepest, most sincere apology. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> far too much for me. I'd never right. purposely disrespect you like that. Well, it's it a little late. It didn't occur to me that I could be seen as legitimately questioning. <laughs> I hate oh. this, man. Well, oh. this is sad. This is Mamet yeah. from the future who has lost Mary because he didn't shower. And we're listening. In I, I get emotional with you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Sorry. Yeah. Oh, right. fuck. 
You've lost and Mary. My fans now. You've lost Mary. You're upset. I'm a little bitch sometimes, okay? All right. I'm going to let you go because you're uh, embarrassing yourself. All right. Don't yeah, you shouldn't me. see him like that. No. I went home today feeling sick about it. <laughs> All right. He's obviously upset. He lost the love of his life. Did he yes. get the apartment with the roaches? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you don't want to lose that prize. <laughs> hey, Apples, you're on in Colorado. Hey, now, Howard. Hey, right. now. Uh, I... Hey, now. Hey, now, Mary. Uh, was she blinking SOS at any time? <laughs> during wasn't that? Blink- she wasn't blinking SOS, but she was doing a lot of eye rolling. Now... I know Mamet's not going to listen to us. He's going to think we're goofing on him and we're playing a game. But not everybody's king of all black. And Mary's a very, very attractive young lady. Yeah, she is. Uh, Mamet's type. Yeah, She's certainly she too type. attractive to be yeah. farted on every night. <laughs> well, all right. Now, now that's the one thing that, you know, I, I fart in my sleep sometimes. Oh. I've been told that. And, and. In your sleep is one thing. If he did it, like, in front of her, like, just, hey, Mary, you know. That, no, no, no. If, if you're farting in your sleep, it means you're eating too much. you got to watch what you're eating. You're eating something weird. Too much, too late, something. Yeah. All right. Let's well, uh, you, say you know, apples. Uh, uh, yeah. I'm just telling, uh, Mamet's going to think we're goofing on him, but you could hear it in her. I, I know you could hear it, Howard. You've been married. And people who've been married could hear in her voice that she's she's about over that shit. So as soon as this quarantine breaks, you're right. She's gonna have a listen. Once a there. woman starts complaining about the smell of her boyfriend, you know, once that that kind of thing starts to pop up, and I told this to Richard Christie as well. His wife's had it. Uh, he's smelling. He's uh, he's not cleaning up after himself. Uh, she's complaining to her mother that he smells. There, there's trouble afoot. That means they're having negative thoughts. And take it as a warning. You're you absolutely can, right. And that is completely avoidable. Even And Mamet wasn't taking enough, enough responsibility for it. Like, even at the end, you say, hey, take a shower. Man, if I had a girl look like Mary, I'd shower every five minutes. Like, I would absolutely. ask her, enough shower? He needs, like, you could hear the bitterness between them. And I wish, I don't wish that on him. I was kind of glad he was getting something like that. Well, she's giving him a warning. They, or else they're going to end up uh, roommates as as opposed to lovers. So That's uh, what you're happens. absolutely right. It's the shot across the bow that you should pay attention to. It's the shot across the bow, as Robin says. I was just about to say that myself. <laughs> <laughs> and she beat me to it again. Yes, Ralph, go ahead quickly. Hey, now, <clears throat> quickly. First of all, uh, fucking King is just an idiot. That's just stupid. It's two people trying to live together in a mess. But the one thing they're both guilty of, you sh- if you've got rats and roaches, you shouldn't leave a fucking crumb out. I mean, this shit should be cleaned. I'd eat outside. I mean, I wouldn't even open food in that place. You know what I mean? You got a point. You got a real good point. It should be um, spick and span. Absolutely. Let's go to um, Devin. Devin, you're on the air. Hang up, Ralph. I've Hey now, Howard. Hey, yes, I was Devin. listening to this uh, Mamet 
thing. And I got to tell you, man, I've been dating this girl, um, my fiance now for two years. She's a dentist. I'm a construction worker. And I come home and I spend 45 minutes of my day cleaning up, get everything, you know, clean, clean the litter box. And she was in quarantine for two weeks. And I still would do this because, hey, I know a good thing when I got it. And it doesn't take that much time to put in the extra mile and make her happy. And I have never had this woman mad at me. You're absolutely right. A lot of us guys suffer from this mother complex where we want a woman to take care of us. And we think we're entitled to it. You've got to, uh, you got to, and nothing turns on a woman more. Does than, it um, actually no, occur to you? Said anything. No, you know yeah, what? Does it my actually wife occur to you like it's not even a big deal for you to take care of me? Like you should want to? Does that how, is that how it is? Well, that you listen, just expect yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, for me, I, I'll it's tell you the other definitely day. Seen. All, right, all right, enough of this. All right, thank you. I'm, I'm having difficulty with this. Enough. Yeah, but I just wonder if most, you know, because this is a big complaint of women. Do most guys think this is normal that somebody should take care of them and oh, enjoy oh, it? Really? Yes, guys uh, think this is normal. Uh, if I if I didn't have a psychiatrist, I wouldn't even know about this. <laughs> That's what I'm even, asking. I'd be, I'd be clueless. But like the other morning, like uh, we I was running late for the radio show. I've taken it upon myself. I make the bed in the morning. So mm -hmm. I was going to walk away and say, hey, fuck it. I got to get on the air. But I said, fuck, fuck the air. I got to make this bed. And then when I came upstairs, Beth says to me, you didn't have to make the bed. You had to get on air. I go, no, that's my job. I'm doing it. Well, let me tell you, don't think I didn't get laid. You understand? <laughs> that's how it works. Women get sexual feelings when you do shit like that. Yeah. I'm telling you. That's it. That's how they it works. feel recognized and honored and then giving. They want they want you. Yeah. Imagine wanting me. <laughs> so you really gotta go, you know, she actually wanted me. <laughs> that doesn't happen every day. Uh Dave is on the air from California. Go ahead, Dave. Howard. What's up? Robin and hey my friend. <laughs> how you guys doing? All right, what can we do for you, Dave? I just wanted to call you and just let you know, man, I'm so happy to hear your voice and just hear that you're doing just as paranoid as ever about all the shit bottled up, but I just like hearing all your shit, man. You guys are just sitting there most of the time just complaining about being locked up like we all are. But, I mean, where I live, I was going to tell you that I've been seeing a lot of people walking around with uh, without masks on. They're going to swimming pools in the complex where I live. I mean... Um, you know, getting together in groups of like 20 people and shit like that. And it's just yeah, crazy. Well, it's upsetting. It's upsetting, Dave. <laughs> I don't you know, know every time I, I think to you. myself that those people should just get sick, then I think, well, wait a minute, then that's overwhelming the hospitals and the healthcare workers. Yeah. Well, they're <laughs> get sick. Yeah. They always, yeah. It always winds up impacting gonna, someone else. And they're going to get us sick. Right. But it's always about you know, the, the impact. It's not just yeah, about the them. About it, but there's so many people out there that just think that it's conspiracy and they think all this crazy shit. And my dad's a doctor. And my mom just died. She's a nurse and she died in December right before this whole COVID thing. And I got to tell you that, like, it's real. I mean, I haven't seen my dad and been able to be around him in like three months, you know, and he's like about mm. 74. <clears throat> we, we were supposed to start our vacation in Hawaii today. 
for like seven days we had planned it every every year we go golf every six months together you know and uh, we had already, already bought our tickets and we had a whole thing planned out and then that had to get canceled <clears throat> and then i'm an essential worker so i got to go to work every day <clears throat> with four people and there used to be 16 in my department and we're handling the same amount of business um <clears throat> and they're paying us like 50 percent of what they paid us before and blame it on the virus and then you know it's just crazy man Kind of well, that's, people are putting up that's right the now. reality, Dave, of uh, the people being selfish and not wearing masks. Uh, that's something everyone could do to protect each other. And when we're all cavalier about, oh, some people will die, that's your dad. Their dad getting sick, the guy that you love, your best friend, uh, the guy you go yeah, golfing with. Uh, it's, it's not just a number. It's a dude out there who's going to get sick. And I I'm, I feel your pain, buddy, buddy, as uh, Bill Clinton used to say. Okay, Dave, thank you for the call. Lori, uh, a word from you, and then I'm going to talk about televangelists and maybe fisters. Hey, Howard, how are you? Are you Hi. there? Hello? Yes. yes. Hi. Hi. Um, you know, I just wanted to actually ask Robin a question. So you were talking the other day about how you have to drink 10% of your body weight in water. Robin, as a postmenopausal woman, do you ever have incontinence when you sneeze or exercise? Well, it isn't about postmenopausal. It's about post cancer. Yes. Oh, interesting. I don't want to know that. <laughs> what are you saying, Robin? You pee a little bit. I could bit be in your pants? dribbling right now. <laughs> oh, really? I'm well, not. Maybe, that, maybe that's hot. Maybe <laughs> that's hot. <laughs> yeah. So, Lori, you're saying that every time you uh, sneeze or something or laugh, there's some pee in your uh, panties. Well, it happens a lot. It's not just me. Obviously, they have all kinds of women's products on, on you know, in commercials on TV. Um, so it's obviously not just me. I was just curious if Robin had that issue because you always well, talk what about what are you doing about it? What are you, Lori? What are you wearing for that? Well, I have panty shields actually to wear for that. But when I exercise, sometimes I have to put on a full size pad. It really just sucks. There is. A surgery out there, but I'm not sure I really want to get it just for that. But How it really is kind of gets annoying. I am 53. Hmm. Well, uh, you know, did you get checked out by your doctor? Well, I mean, it's it's kind of a common thing if you read about it online. I mean, I have a OBGYN, but I also did have three kids, and I always wondered if it's uh, something that affects more women who've had children because of the whole stretching out thing, or if it's just affects most women because of hormones and things like that, but well, look, I'm no genius, I but I would I would get that checked by a doctor because it sounds like you're having a lot going on down there. Well, I know I just, plenty of people who have this problem, Howard. Right, I yeah, understand, but she older. should be safe. She should be, be safe, and, and but, she should mention it to her doctor. But a lot of times, it's just uh, you know a part of the aging process or well, post uh, uh, childbirth of some women find uh-huh. this to, to be an experience. Now, the key question is, do you still groom your vagina? Do you fully shave it? I'm not fully, but I do yeah, definitely right. groom. I'm married and want to keep that, uh, you know, at least that part of it exciting yeah. and new. Good, because uh, that ties um, in with it very heavily. Uh, yeah, but I didn't have this problem before I had that major surgery. I see. Well, I'll I tell you my problem. I had a friend of mine who actually had... Uh-huh. I pee. No, I was going to say, I had a friend of mine who had a uh, laser surgery done down there because they actually do now laser. Because they used to do a sling. There was a mesh 
sling that they did for women um, to stop that leakage, so to speak. And um, it was causing all kinds of medical issues. So now they're doing some kind of a laser surgery. But um, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if I have it bad enough. I mean, it's not certainly not bad enough for that. But, you know um, what I say? You know I say, fuck I it. I, I would let the pee come out. Wear your little shield. <laughs> Screw you it, know I what's funny? It. I used to hear those commercials on daytime television uh, about the vaginal shield or something. They would call it like they, this thing that went bad on women who got it. And, you know, now you can call this number because there's been a major lawsuit and we'll get you some money. You can't right. <laughs> you can't laugh without peeing, but we'll get you some money. Yeah, but you used to laugh at all those commercials and say, who the fuck are all these people with all these problems? Now you understand it. You know, it's like crazy. But uh, yeah. yeah, I yeah, I, I pee and then like five minutes later, my underwear will get wet. So I do what I do. I just stuff a bunch of tissues in there. I got a big wad. <laughs> all right, Laura, you yeah, hang in there. And- well, it's funny because... You start off in diapers, and then it seems like when you get older, you end up, you know, Depends is like a diaper, and that's exactly what Depends is supposed to be for. So, yeah, it's great, isn't it? Where is it? <laughs> Full circle. Yeah. That's it. All right. Thank well, you, uh, Lori. That was Lori, Robin. It's funny that I mean, she's saying that. I was watching a movie the other day, and it was about people aging and what happens to them. I was like, yeah, you know. It's the same thing, only you've got a great big baby when uh, they're old and need a diaper change. A couple of people wrote us, Robin. David Spade was on our show yesterday. They enjoyed David Spade. David Spade is funny every time he's on. I watched The Wrong Missy over the weekend. It's hysterical. I give it a 69 out of 70. Uh, yeah, I, like I said to David. I loved um, it, yeah. It's funny. It's a funny uh, movie. And it's that the number woman, Lauren Lapkus, Very is funny. an incredible physical comedian. Anyway, there was a bunch of people writing in how they love when Spade's on the show, and that uh, was great. Wendy update. We got an update from Wendy, the slow adult, yesterday. She just turned 40. We learned about how she is dealing with her life in quarantine. Howard, Wendy never ceases to amaze me. She is the gift that keeps on giving. I was in shock that she's been on your show since she was 21 years old. Where do the years go? That was shocking to me, too. I didn't realize that. Uh, Wendy's mom must have, Wendy's mom must have lost all control of Wendy with her poor health. Why doesn't she force her to wear masks when she goes out shopping? Now we know who will be the next to contract the coronavirus, Wendy and her mom. Well, I hope not. I hope you're wrong, but uh, I do wish they would wear masks. Howard, um, oh, we've been quarantined for over two months already, Robin. You know that. But the audience yeah. continues to express how much they appreciate us during this time. Oh. Finally. Yeah, Howard, you have to keep some appreciation. You have to keep talking about what's going on. You articulate the issues way better than a lot of the commentators out there. It gives me a lot of comfort. Howard, I'm a disabled veteran that has been a fan for years. I want you to know that I appreciate everything you do every day. Your show, even from your remote locations, has given me so much joy. From the United States, from those in the United States Marine Corps, both deployed and at home, we thank you for all you do. Robin, as you know, my greatest regret is that I was never a Marine. Uh, you still have, could be. Well, they won't. They don't want me now. Um, yeah, you, you know, I would have been a fabulous Marine. Absolutely. Uh, either that or a Navy SEAL. Uh, this would have been uh, my greatest joy. But uh, <laughs> due to my radio career, I was never able to. The people needed me here behind the microphone. That's right. You you uh, were needed here. 
Do you feel like, uh, we're getting near the end of the show. Do you feel like ending on a note about preachers and coronavirus? It ends up getting me pissed off. I don't uh, know if you want. I'll give you a choice. Well, look, it's either fisters or preachers. Which, which okay, there's your choice. Depressing. You want to know about fisters in quarantine or you want to know about preachers and uh, coronavirus? Uh, Tell the truth. You want fisters. I see it. I see do. You do. <laughs> I think I should be more responsible, but I want to know about the fisters. Okay. Well, if first of all, for those of you who are newer listeners, as you know, we uh, have been offering the service for free on the app, and there's a lot of new listeners. So let me give you a little background. If you didn't hear Wolfie's report from Fist Fest, yes, there's something called Fist Fest. Yes. This was last year. It was some of the most graphic tape we've ever played, and we have played graphic tape on this show. Fist Fest was for guys really into having their assholes fisted by other men. I'm being very graphic here. The deeper someone's arm goes up their anus, the more sexually aroused they get. Now, just to refresh your memory, if you missed the segment, here are the participants at the event describing objects they have forced up their rectums. Listen carefully. What would you say is your greatest fisting achievement? I was triple fisted once. Uh, two guys had three hands in me at the same time. And then one of those guys, a few minutes later, put his entire foot in me up to his ankle. I've seen somebody shove a TV remote up their asshole and then change the channel. What's another unusual household item that you've taken into your rear end? Pool balls. Pool balls, as in plural? Yes. How many did you take in? I've taken about six. Wow. Honestly, wow. when you hire Wolfie to investigate something, he does a thorough job. It's Let me just goes, point out to people who'd never heard this before. This was held at a hotel. Yeah, very fine hotel. <laughs> Do you know this this whole thing still gives me ass nightmares? Uh, you know what an ass I'm nightmare is? I'm sitting here thinking about those conference rooms. I'm never going to go into one again. Hey, Wolfie, is this bringing up a lot of memories? Yeah, it definitely makes me shiver to hear some of this stuff. I try to try to not think about it. Um, like I said, when you hire Wolfie, you get a guy who goes above and beyond. He recorded oh, yeah. an actual fisting session for us at Fist Fest. He was literally uh, inches away from the anal action. I'm going to refresh your memory right now. Describe what's going on. Uh, right now, the top is lubing up. Oh, he just stuck his hand in there. Descri describe for the audience how deep is his hand right now past the wrist he's pouring some lube right into his hole we're we've just we're at the elbow now what was that kind of like mud sound I just heard that was uh Bicep. He's up to the bicep. Oh. Yeah, open that. Oh. Good yeah, lord. Refer, the fisters, Wolfie, refer to the ass as a vagina, kind of, right? 
Yeah, they're calling it a pussy and a cunt and oh my. <laughs> Yeah, ass pussy, I think is what they said. <laughs> ass pussy, yes. Well, since then, everyone wants to know, how is the fisting community doing in quarantine? And thanks to Wolfie, we finally have an update. Wolfie recently spoke on the phone with a fisty, Robin. That's a uh, fisting receiver. That's right, fisty. Um, Wolfie established this uh, inside contact at Fist Fest. This guy's uh, alias is they Hunger FM. They exchanged information? They exchanged information. Uh, Wolfie's very much uh, embedded in the fisting community. <laughs> this guy, his alias is Hunger FF. The FF stands for fist fucking. Is that right, Wolfie? That is correct, yes. Yeah. This guy's known in the fisting community for his prolapsed ass meat. Oh. Um, if you forgot what that is, I'll, I'll, I'll let this guy explain. Listen to the clip. What are you most known for in the fisting community? I'm known for uh, my ability to take arms up to the armpit and for my ass meat. And remind the audience, what is ass meat? Uh, my anal prolapse, which uh, is my insides that come out of my ass. Give us some, some perspective. How much does your ass meat actually weigh, do you think? Um, I mean, it looks like a piece of ground beef, so maybe like a pound or two. I don't know. There you go. That's a, that's a good definition of ass meat, Robin. Now, one of the major Fist Fest events was canceled because of the virus, because of coronavirus. Oh, really? Did something get canceled? Yes, this got canceled. Uh, wow. Now, to keep to keep his anus in fighting shape during the shut-in, Hunger FF has been doing online contests with his asshole. Listen in. This is fascinating. How have fisting enthusiasts been dealing with the quarantine? I think there's a lot of restless, angsty fisters and fisties out there right now. Uh, most of us have probably been keeping entertained on um, huge butt plugs and huge dildos on uh, Square Peg Toys, which recently did a contest, um, uh, which was to see how far we could launch a butt plug or dildo out of our ass uh, for height and for distance. So what was the record for both height and distance for shooting a uh, butt plug out of your ass? I won for distance. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I put my legs back, uh, put the egg plug in, and launched it out across the room, and uh, my friend Kiro caught it like a football. I could probably push it, or throw it out like maybe the 12 feet or more. I mean, it can launch it pretty far. Yeah, you think these guys would be busy trying to make a living? Uh, are yeah. they making sure to wear masks? <laughs> <laughs> uh, sure. <laughs> well, uh, all of us in quarantine have had to make sacrifices. Uh, Hunger FF is no exception. Listen to this. I myself haven't been fisted in about a month, which is the longest I think it's ever been for me uh, since I started 13 years ago. Uh, so it's, I'm a little antsy. I'm crawling the walls. Um, can't wait for it to be over. Can't wait to finally play again. Um, so I've just been keeping busy on toys and stuff, uh, to keep myself in good form, I guess. So one month, is that your longest fisting drought since you got into this activity? Absolutely. I literally, I can't remember the last time that I didn't get fisted at least like two or three times a week. And so for me to go a month is like, it's sad right now. It's very sad. Sadness. It is sad. It is sad. Everyone is suffering. Look, you know, people can't play baseball either. <laughs> well. <laughs> Not going to feel bad for Fisters. Take uh. heart, Hunger FF, if you're listening. I believe we will all get through this. I believe we'll find the cure. I believe your anus will get prolapsed again. I do. Ugh. 
And uh, there you go. There's your update from FizzFest. Right, Wolfie? Yeah, I, I think that covers it. Uh, the, the one thing that he shared was a, was a sweet story right before the, the quarantine started that he had a, a 12-inch dildo like impacted into his ass like a cannon. Uh, some guy was <laughs> like pushing it even farther in with his penis, and uh, he he almost had to go to the emergency room because they could not fish it out. So oh, he, you know, he wants to get back to that lifestyle as soon as possible. Absolutely, <laughs> let's wish him luck. Just imagine if that was happening to you. You couldn't get into the emergency room right now. Why didn't he go to the emergency room? Was he embarrassed? So he was he was in he, he's uh he was in Canada number one and he didn't know what type of health insurance he would have there and uh, yeah he was he was slightly embarrassed by it I think I think he said it took like an hour to get the thing out they had to had to reach in and find the balls of this thing and then and then yank it out oh goodness wow well you know I call you uh, Wolfie Cronkite. Uh, because you really dig deep on a story, and uh, do you think one day that they'll be doing um, lectures on him at Northwest University, that school yes. of communication? Yes, I do. I think God willing. Really. <laughs> yeah. Didn't you tell me this guy filled his ass with spaghetti and meatballs at one point? Yeah, it's a new kind of uh, food series that they're doing. People send in requests of different foods that they fill his asshole with and then uh another guy eats it out on uh. on camera so the uh the spaghetti and meatball episode apparently uh got got a lot of rave reviews yeah i think we're pretty much doomed all right well yeah this thank you. is rome just before the fall i guess yeah <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Wolfie. You know, everyone was demanding an update on the whole fisting thing. Yeah, Bill, you're on well, the air. We do in worry about that community. Yes. Hey, hey Bill. Up? What can I do for you? Hey, hey, what's up, Howard? First of all, that fisting shit was fucked up, man. I I almost <laughs> forgot what the hell I was going to talk to you about. <laughs> uh, no, man. I uh, I'm a I'm, I'm a subculture of bisexual men that you never talk about. Uh, there's a lot of us. You probably know about five percent. But uh, we're married, we're closeted, and we like dick. And this quarantine sucks, man. It's nobody's coming out. So like, this is the longest I've gone gone without hooking up with a guy. See, you didn't mention these people and how they're suffering. He never do you have does. A, he doesn't give do, us any love. Uh, Bill, let me. I have a few questions. Uh, do you have a girlfriend? Uh, I live with my wife. Yeah. Oh, and you're a guy who's bisexual and you love dick. Does your wife know yeah. you're going out and getting dick? She has a, a don't ask, don't tell policy. She, as long as I'm safe. And here's the thing. Bisexual guys, we're almost all married. So we're able to fuck around a lot without too much risk because we're not going to take something home to the wife. You're able to fuck around that with, without too much risk. <laughs> uh, I, I, <laughs> this I, is all uh, bizarre to you. Uh, yeah, 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 Bill, <laughs> I, I mean... I, all right, I, I got to get out of this conversation. <laughs> my whole fucking head is exploding. That's is... right, my boy, aren't you? Uh, yeah, Chris Wilding was telling me he gets dick pics from married guys all the time. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of that going on. I, I think a lot of these guys lie to their wives. They're in the closet to their wives. Well, and, that's what uh, this guy said. He said, we're in the closet. Yeah, he says, well, uh, they know, don't ask, don't tell. Come on, what's going on there? Crazy. Well, the wife knows he's going somewhere. 
and it ain't to work. <laughs> Probably eating spaghetti and meatballs out of that guy's asshole. <laughs> but why yeah. get married? Why drag somebody else into that? Yep. Let's go to Matt in California. Maybe he's normal. <laughs> uh, let's hope. Hey, hey Howard, I hope you're how normal. You how you doing? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, hey, you said earlier how all wearing masks and everything, and I think that's bullshit. Why don't we just start arresting everyone that doesn't have a gold star on their shirt like the Jews? I mean, that's pretty much what it is. What is? Well, what is that's like what you're Jews? comparing. I mean. Well, you're sitting there saying, oh, people that aren't wearing masks, we should arrest them with the whole corona deal. Hey, uh, I mean, I Matt, like Matt, 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 before I get fucking um, nuts with you, you're not making much sense. The idea of wearing masks is to help your brother out, to help everyone, to get this thing under control. It's, it's a sign of respect that when I'm walking down the street that you care about my health, that if you have it, you don't even know if you have it sometimes. You put on a mask and you say, brother, we're all in this together. This has nothing to do with Jews and gold stars. You offend me. And it does it takes a it takes well, a lot to offend me. But your your, well, your that's analogy not what is, my point is the point I'm making is it is despicable that we can't rely on other Americans to before they leave a house to put on some kind of mask or drape a bandana over their mouth so that if they cough, their droplets don't get on other people. That's not too much to ask. That's not some huge sacrifice. That isn't like asking a young boy to go to Normandy and fight the Nazis. It's a very simple thing. And if you think that's such a burden on you to wear a mask, uh, if you think that's such a sacrifice, then you're fucked in the head and you never sacrificed anything. You grew up too fucking good. Well, this not is really. Not... I mean, I go to work every day, especially no, during Matt, this whole corona. Do you thing. put I'm on a mask? Worker. Do you put a mask on so other people don't get sick? No. I don't. You don't. Of course you don't, because you're selfish and you're a fucking spoiled brat. Well, come on. That's your Of course you are. You don't care about anyone else. You think it's an issue of freedom. You think you're somehow a Jew in Germany. You're out of your fucking mind. You need a good fucking discussion with a shrink. Well, I just, and I, I just and I and Matt. By the way, I know your name's not Matt. I recognize your voice. You're Eric Trump, aren't you? <laughs> All right. I knew it. No, I knew no, it. No, I can't no. disguise that voice. You caught him. I caught you. You son of a bitch. There I go. Hang up on him. Imagine this guy. He's worried. Oh my he's, goodness! He's like I was Jew. hoping for a normal person, and we got Matt, whatever yeah, you, his name is. You had to jinx it and say there's a normal person on the phone. <laughs> What am I going to tell you? Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what's going on. If there's anybody rational left out there, please contact me. Am I the only one that thinks like this? Masks are not the enemy. And They're it's not. certainly not equivalent to wearing a gold star if you're a Jew in Germany during World War II. Right. Or before. It ain't the same. I don't know how you could equate the two at all. Why don't you just put spaghetti and meatballs up your ass and try to be happy? I was going to say, he needs a big dildo stuck right. 12 feet in. <laughs> well, tomorrow, a man who makes a lot of sense, Jerry Seinfeld, will join us. He has a new special on Netflix. I've watched it. It's fabulous. That's uh, my afternoon today. Good. Watching Jerry's special. He's a master of uh, stand-up comedy. We all know that. And, uh, of course, the creator of uh, Seinfeld, the... 
TV show, which everyone loves. And uh, Jerry's. Yes, right. Jerry's going to come on tomorrow. We're going to talk to him. I want to thank Gardein, the plant based food. Yep, plant based meat. It's a revolution. It's happening right now in our lifetime. You've never tasted anything so good. You're going to swear you're eating hamburgers or chicken or fish. Whatever it is you like. That's right. It tastes just like it. It cooks and it satisfies like what, Robin? Like real? Real meat. Right. And no one loves real meat more than Robin. You've heard heard her story. (laughs) You know what I mean. And I'm not talking about meat. I'm talking about sex. So there you go. I know, Robin. You don't have to say something like that. Oh, stop it. I never said that. Who is that? Big dick sounds like me. (laughs) Did you just say big dick? dick? You love dick. (laughs) Big dick energy. I understand. I love Uh, facials. I know you do. Oh, you know. Have the finger put up your bum. Uh, Robin, please. You talk like a lady. (laughs) Fuck me. All right. Take it easy. Hey, you want me to lick your ass? <laughs> now you're now you're embarrassing yourself. I, I need a cock. All right, I know you do. I Listen, um, I didn't mention this, but I was reading where the Bachelorette Hannah Brown. I'm no big fan of hers, but there's. A I know. Big I wish she would go away. Right, she won't go away. But there was a, just one more thing. There was a controversy. She was singing along with a rap song. She, she insists on being on social media. She wants to keep the whole bachelorette thing going, trying to figure right. out how to monetize it and be a, a social media star. And I'm sure the fame is slipping away. Nobody gives a shit about her. But anyway, she was on um, social media. She was singing along with a rap song. And the rap song had the N-word, the dreaded N-word. The rap guy was singing the N-word, and she was singing along with the song. She was singing the lyrics, yeah. And sang the N-word. Yeah. And evidently, this is a big no-no. She got in big trouble. Well, Rachel, the black bachelorette, had to address it. The only black bachelorette in history <laughs> had to now come out and address it. Can you imagine another person this who should be at work? Going on. The silliness. I mean, the, the two of them want attention. Right. And that Rachel, the black bachelorette, is a lawyer. Uh, 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 I don't understand how she's not busy no, working. No, she comments on what other bachelorettes do all the time that have to do with race. She's the one they drag out every time a racial issue comes up. Now, I got to tell you, when I saw this controversy, my first thought was, oh, I thought you're allowed to sing the N-word along with the guy <laughs> because you're singing. the. In other words, if I'm listening to a Beatles song, I sing along with it sometimes. But evidently, now they're saying, whoever they are, they are saying, this is bullshit. You do not. She had to apologize for singing along with the N-word. But don't you think this is all silly? Yes. I don't there think are no should... rules. Like Evidently, this. there are. Evidently, no, there are. No, they, they would have to be like the Constitution so we could go check <laughs> and keep ourselves correct. But well, you first do all, these things and then you find out they're wrong. Most people lose their job if they say the N-word. But she, her job she is being in a job. bikini. Her job is being in a bikini <laughs> on Instagram. You know, it's funny, when I was reading about this, they had several pictures of her in a bikini. And you know, 
You forget all about the controversy once you see her in a bikini. <laughs> well, that's, kill her body. You, that's when you know it's silly. Yeah. Once I saw the bikini pictures, I forgot what I was looking at. Right. So it isn't that bad a thing she did. Now, people are pointing out that she left the F word in the song. I mean, she, she left out the F word. And so then when the guy said the F word, she... She didn't sing that. Say, That's right. <laughs> it's called too. I can't even be bothered. It's really dumb. I'm going to be honest with you. That's why I stop. Uh, I don't listen to rap music. I'm afraid I might sing the N word. I don't want it. I don't want to sing it. I don't want to get myself into a heap of trouble. What if I accidentally sing the song the way the guy is singing it? Now, years ago, Jay Z figured it out because he was on the radio, you know, with his music. They they mm -hmm. took the N word, and instead of an N, they would say the word "jigga," "jigga" with a J. Really, I didn't and know one that. Of, and one of his nicknames is "jigga." <laughs> because he yes this is true you see robin <laughs> oh, i'm telling my you goodness. you know we have to stop it's not stop it's time what? to end the human race <laughs> yeah, because uh, we are fucking stupid well we're getting pretty close so <laughs> look there at what we're spending our time on instead of That's a vaccine right. for the coronavirus do you want to hear the clip of her singing the n-word go ahead all right here you go Oh my god, I'm a cop. Have you ever seen a real New York rock star? It's no good guitarist and throw it. I did. I'm so sorry. That wasn't you. That was um No, I was singing this. I'm so sorry. I was <laughs> I don't think that you said that. I don't think I mean no, there was maybe it was Patrick. Um, anyway. Who's the other dummy sitting there with her? Thing? You didn't say that. <laughs> Two dummies. <laughs> well, that's smart. That's She learned that, uh, you know, watching Washington. She she understands. You just say, you didn't say it. You think you said it, but you didn't. Um, I think if I have it right in my memory bank, and forgive me if I'm not right, but Kendrick Lamar had a concert where I think he brought a white girl up on stage to, you know, sing along with him like it was a cute yeah. moment. And, I mean, there, she said the N-word. I think she got in trouble because <laughs> she was singing is, along is with Is it in his song? It's in his song, yeah. Oh, my God. See, I mean, it's ridiculous. Do I have that right, Gary? Yeah. In fact, it's funny because it's in the song, and, he, you know, she comes up on stage, and he hands her the mic, and then she says it, and then everybody goes, whoa, 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 what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that entrapment? <laughs> <laughs> honestly you can't trick me like that you can't bring me up on stage and then, that's and then, right uh, that's like digging a hole and and putting a blindfold on me and asking telling me to walk right and think I i'm just, not gonna fall in it i'd be like hey kendrick just treat she tricked me uh, that's not fair <laughs> he brought me up to sing and he told me to sing with him and he said the n-word uh Nope. As long as there's no rule book, we got to stop all this bull crap. Yeah. Yeah, Michael, what's up? Michael in hey, Tennessee. I just want hey. to say, hi, hi, hi. How's it going? Good morning. Good morning. So listen, I just want to say, man, I'm a long-time listener, big-time fan, but, like, you got to listen to some of these people 
people speak. Like these people who disagree, just like yell over them and like, like, yeah, we don't, we disagree with them. I agree, but like, let's leave. We got to hear them talk a little bit. Like I'm middle of the road, you know, and like I just, you know, even though we disagree, we just can't yell at these people. Otherwise, they keep on calling us libtards, and we're not retarded. We are smart, but you know, these people, you know. You just got to let them talk sometimes, you know what I'm saying? What are you saying? <laughs> I, I'm saying, like, you're, I think you're going to, like, I, you probably don't care. You're going to piss off some of your listeners, but you're not listening to them talk. Like, what like, are you saying? Like, I am saying let your listeners talk. What are All you right. saying? I'm listening to you. What are you saying? Well, I'm saying that. Uh, I think that sometimes I'm getting pissed off because I went, I don't I'm in the middle of the country and I don't I mean I'm around lots of rednecks and like sometimes they have some interesting things to say and like these people are calling in and they want to like voice some opinions and you don't even let them voice their opinion you just like yell at them you're like sounding like your dad Michael can I just tell you something I've been at this game a long time I've worked in many yeah. radio markets I, yeah. I didn't miss any good points these people have no good point. If I didn't cut them off, listen to me, Michael. If I didn't cut them off, you'd kill yourself. Man, well, I got a gun right next to me. Well, I'm not going to kill myself. I got to talk. I got to talk to some of these people around me because you know I'm I live around farmers. I'm you know I'm one of the one like they think I'm a nerd just because I, I you know I, I'm kind of smart. I went to college and stuff. And, uh, uh, you know, they're turning on Trump a lot around here. And um, they're, um, a lot of people think he's kind of like, you know, they're pissed at the farming community with him. And, like, they're, we're in bad shape out here. And um, uh, I was going to say something else, but I forgot. Thanks for letting me talk, man. I appreciate it. Um, there you go. I let you talk and you forgot what the fuck you were going to say. <laughs> there you go. I'm confused. All right, I know. Hey, no, uh, I, no, 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 no. I forgot. I remember. I remember. Enough of him. He says, I don't let him talk. I let him talk. He doesn't have anything to say. Is that, oh, I himself. forgot. Confused. <laughs> no, I know that's one of my shortcomings. I do occasionally take these callers and I start yelling over them because I go berserk. I do not uh, think that's my strong suit. I should stop taking calls. Really? All the time? Yeah, because I, I, they make me nuts. So I, I, I cut them off sometimes because I can't take it. Fuck you! And I know, I, 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 he's right. It must be frustrating. You want to hear what they have to say, but I can almost guarantee you in 100% of these cases, these people have nothing. They have nothing to say. Nothing. I've learned, you know, I was in radio markets all my whole life almost now, and I had shows where I would let the listeners talk and the ratings would go right down. You <laughs> <laughs> go, what the fuck? Who could listen to this nonsense? You want the last word? Go ahead. I'll give it to you, King. King yes, the whole Blacks is back? Is He's back, yeah. Go ahead. I hope my connection is good. I pray. Yes. It's good. Okay. Okay, good. Now, when when about the young lady singing the N-word with the music, you black people don't care about that. That's liberal. I hate to say the word liberal and all that, but those are 
white people that think they know what's best for black people. So they hear that what? and then they blow it up. They blow it up out of proportion. Black people don't care if white people singing singing a song with the N word and they say the N word and they say the word nigga in the in the song. They don't care about that. Well, then why did Rachel get upset? Because she's on a program and she thinks she has to do that because I know how how she thinks. She thinks I have to say something because I'm black. But the the majority of black people don't care if you sing along with that word. So are you saying she's not really black? Exactly. (laughs) Well, she's, she's uppity. Trust me, she's... You know, bougie. And, and bougie. Only a bougie black person will apologize, would would would, would act offended of that. A, a regular black person that works all the time or, or doing their thing, they could give two shits about a white person singing a song with the word nigga in it. Well, then hey, what happened at the Kendrick Lamar concert? Yeah, I want to just, uh, I went and looked at it. I, I went and looked at it again because I wanted to be sure. And it was even worse than I thought. She said it, and then and people started to get a little bit, you know, a little bit of unrest. And then Kendrick Lamar stopped the song, and he was just like, "Hey, whoa, 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 whoa!" He said, "You obviously don't know the rules." And she's like, "She looked like she didn't know the rules." No. You know? Well, no, no. First of all, Kendrick Lamar's audience is is bougie. They're not street. Kendrick Lamar's audience wears backpacks. That's the type of black people that listen to him. The people that wear backpacks and shave off their mustache and all of that stuff. Those yeah, are the I, you're saying if a black person wears a backpack, they're not like a real black person, is what you're saying? Well, I'm not going to say that that blatant, but I can tell a real black person from, like, Rashawn. Rashawn is not a oh, real no. black person. No, why I'm just it, giving an example. Why is Rashawn not a black person? Where'd he go? Where'd he go? That's that phone. No, I'm standing in the same position. Well, then talking to the phone. You were about to tell me why. Why why is Rasan not a real black person? It's just it's just the air about him. It's just he can't shake it. He can't shake it. No matter how much he tries, he can't shake it. So if Kendrick Lamar is if Kendrick Lamar is a rapper for let's say not real black people, backpack blacks, yeah, for backpack (laughs) shaving their mustache, black people. (laughs) Who are the real rappers that appeal to the real black people? Uh, Cameron, um, um, Jim Jones, um, um, hey, um, six nine, Takashi six nine. Like, like, believe it or not, those are the people that really relate real black people. I mean, Takashi Six Nine is kind of big now because he just got out and he's calling himself. A, but that's a whole other story. I'm talking about the audience. The and are you audience, saying that Rasan doesn't? Does, does Rasan wear a backpack? Is that your critique of him? <laughs> I, and listen, I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't. If he does, if he doesn't, I'll be surprised. Well, well, I have a question, if I may. How do black, real black people carry their belongings? <laughs> well, they, they, they leave it. You know, they got it in the car. They got some. There's no need to wear a backpack. See, people that wear that.
to what they used to say, pass. They used to, they want to fit in with the white crowd. So they put all that, you know, shave off their mustache and, and, and wear hard shoes with the backpack. I know the whole look. I could put it together like a script. Is Kanye West for real black people, or is he a backpack rapper? <laughs> he's, a, he's in a unique position of being both. But his the, 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 the backpack's more lean towards him. You know what I'm saying? So he's he straddling both. both. <laughs> Rasan, you seem yeah, to always but, be the object of his, uh, you know, Oh, Rasan isn't a real black man. I'm looking at Rasan. He's a real black man to me. Let me I see. He's got you. hair on his face. I see a mustache. You've got a beard, a mustache. You've got uh, a beautiful afro. I don't see a backpack. Rasan, <laughs> do you carry? Be honest, Rasan. Do you carry a backpack? I don't carry a backpack. No. <laughs> what is it with what is it with you and King of All Blacks? Seriously, what is going on here? Why are you the example of not a real black man? I think his idea of a real black man is uh, the stereotype, and I don't think I fit that. So, you know, I, because I don't talk a certain way, he, you know, he likes to say I talk white. Uh, I don't know what that means, but, you know, I, I think I it's tell you something. Let me ask you a question. Can I tell Let you something, Rasan? I guarantee yeah. you, if you were a bu- around a bunch of Klansmen, they would think you were a black man. I guarantee you. <laughs> real black. Real, you are a real black man. And, and they would there's be no, happy there's no to question say that. about that. Yeah, yeah but a, we're, talking, a, we're talking about him being around other blacks. We're not talking about him uh, in the eyes of white people. We all know he's black, and the police going to stop him just like anybody else. But around black people, he's pretending to be white. Like, what? you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm above all of this. I'm above all of this. Uh, I know people like that. I do. I got cousins <laughs> like that. So but Rasan hasn't said any of those things. Why are you saying that's how he is? Rasan, is it possible I, that King of All Blacks is jealous of you because you made all your uh, own money? In other words, you, your father didn't uh, leave you a bunch of dough like King <laughs> I, th- I think it's a couple of things. I think the biggest thing is that uh, he's kind of jealous. had a father. <laughs> oh, my God. I had a great dad. I love my dad. My dad's awesome. I think the biggest I thought, thing no, is. I, 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 I thought I think your grandmother big- raised you. <laughs> I think his biggest issue with me is that uh, I've, taken, I've taken shots at him in the past. Yeah. And All right. Uh, just, I, listen, just, this is just, ridiculous. Wait. Can I just ask him one question? Did his grandmother ever uh, stand out have, uh, outside of the window with a pillow under her arm? <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't, I don't know, what, know that what that means, means. either. You, you, Did never, your grand- you, you never, you, you never seen a big fat lady, the black lady, out of the window with the pillows under her arms. No. <laughs> no. I, I have. <laughs> don't know what he's talking no. about now. He's lost us all. (laughs) Here's Pete who wants to jump in on this conversation. Yes, Pete, what do you want to say? Pete from Wisconsin. Well, first, I pray to your neighbors come on and weaken the signal or something, but we cannot end the show with Larry, the trash man. Because this cannot be how it ends. Larry, Larry can't be the end of the day today. This, this yeah, he's trying day. to say he's trying to say Larry because he knows I don't like the word Larry. I don't like the name Larry. So, 
So I understand what you're trying to do. Do you not like the, the name? Do you not like no, the name Larry because it's a? Do you, it's like do you a not, backpack black name. Yeah, is it like a white name? <laughs> no, no. Actually, actually, sounds like a slave. Like, like you know, Larry, come here, nah. Larry. Like, oh like my this. God! He, he well, Rasan Ras- Ras- has a, a bold, uh, almost like an a, African a black type name. name. Yeah. A black name. He's got your beat. <laughs> Well, he didn't like the name that his that his mother and father gave him. He changed it. I know what he did. Is that I true, son? Nah, my parents heard my name on the radio. Actually, uh, there was they were driving in the car, and a woman called up and wanted to dedicate a song to her boyfriend, Rasan. So that's where they got it from. Is that so the there. most idiotic thing you ever heard of? Oh my goodness! <laughs> Wait a second, King. Well, where did your parents get Larry? King, your name is Larry. My, my parents didn't name me. My father <laughs> told me to not let anybody call you Larry because it sounds like a slave. So I, that's that's why I. I but that's idiotic. Gave you the name. He gave me the name Lawrence, not Larry. I started calling him Larry because he, he goes by <laughs> King of All Blacks, and that's not that's over for me. There's no King of All Blacks. His name is Larry. Yeah. Okay. 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 Well, well, if there's no King of, see, the problem with you is you don't want to point out everything about our people. I know everything about our people, every aspect of what they do every day. I know. So I know you through your core. I know who you are. You like to hang out in the village. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that. But I know your type. I do. I know how to deal with your type. Trust me. I think you're your trying brother. to put down Rasan because he's got a job and he's got parents who love him. And you're trying to say, like. I've for 30 years. Yeah, but, you, but you're, King, you are a wannabe. You grew up with money, not in the hood. And you pretend and you you drop the ends of words and you no, speak no, Ebonics no. because you're pretending. Robin's no, right. Everything not, everything I, that Larry has tried to establish as himself is, is nothing that he's uh on this show, is nothing that he he stands on his own. Like he he he's proud of the fact that my father gave me this. I am a man, I'm great because of everything I've gotten from my father. It's you son, never hear him talk about like I did this and this is Rasan, why don't you admit you want to wear a backpack? You know you do. <laughs> he does. He does, Howard. He does. And he doesn't, he does. put, him, he do, and he doesn't, he doesn't put him on both arms. He has one hanging off. You know, that, you know the leg has one hanging off. Like the white kids do. I just want Larry to be better than the stereotype. That, that's that's right. my only issue. It's like, just be better than the stereotype. Well, well let me ask you something. Is there, a, is there a juice bar where you live at? Oh my goodness! Yeah, man. There's there's plenty of juice bars. <laughs> They're everywhere. I know, I know. Believe me, I know, I know. So listen, <laughs> let me let me just let me just tell you something. There's I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with you, but I'm saying yeah. I know you're tight. And but wait a second, that, I want to backtrack here. You asked Rasan if there are juice bars where he lives. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. He's just hanging out. He's trying to say. He's trying to say. If there's juice bars where I live at, I live around white people. That's what he's trying to say. Rasan, is he saying like, "Oh, you think you're in the cast of Friends and you all hang out at the juice bar with the white people"? <laughs> I have no idea because you he's, know there's juice bars where he lives. <laughs> See, but meanwhile, it, it, 
in his eyes, there's only one idea of what a black man can be, right? And that's you have to talk a certain way, you have to be ignorant. No. And because no. I'm not my that, father, he's trying to he's trying to tell my blackness. Yeah, my father I mean, used to talk my father used to talk like he was a surgeon. Like, you know, like he taught he he was a, he had so much class, it was crazy. He, and he was so black that it, he was a black man. Like he he said, Yo, don't bow down to to, to white people, don't do this, but carry yourself with grace. When you get stopped by the cops, don't give them no lip. This, that, the other day. He should tell me so all So why are you putting stuff. down Rasan? You should respect Rasan. I told Rassan. you that he is a pretender. It's all a gimmick. It's all a gimmick. Yeah. A pretender. Yes, it's all a gimmick. First of all, the, the, the thing that I did that my brother and sister didn't do is I used to hang out in the hood when I was young. When we had because you wanted to pretend you were studying people. It was not studying. That's why I fit in. That's why. I fit no, in. that's why you can tell us all this crap. You were no, studying them like crap. an anthropologist. Yeah, you know, one and of now the things, you're doing your impression. One of the things the king would no. say, he'd always tell me, he would say stuff like, I study these things. Black women don't like to have sex. Right, King? Right. Didn't you say that? Right. Where'd he go now? Okay. He's, gone. He's, gone. <laughs> He's gone. No, I'm not gone. I'm here. Ugh. Well, didn't, didn't you say move. that black women do not like to have sex? Yes, they not they don't have to they don't like to have sex all the time. Like they get annoyed. And I had uh, at least four black women as girlfriends and it, it wasn't just me. Because how could you not want to have sex with me? But they used to be like, not now. I don't feel like doing that. So he shit. did a study like on four women. His and own study, yes. Yeah, all of now, them were having sex with him, and they and didn't now want it. all black women do not want to have sex. <laughs> and mind you, his and wife is not black. Go, right. If you go to yeah, because Hispanic women, they I'm just telling you, they they always they they always down for it. They always all right, are. All right. They show well, up. Day, uh, thank day, you. day. <laughs> Oh, you've I heard love, the song Day Out. It's a good women. impression. It is a good impression. I have to no, give it to you. No, no, it's not an impression. <laughs> not an impression. All right. It's not an uh, impression. King of All Blacks, thank Rashawn. you. Or Lawrence or Larry, whatever. Rashawn. Rashawn. Can I just Larry. Some, Larry. Can I ask him one thing? Go ahead. Do you have a pair of canvas converse in your closet? Of course I do. <laughs> <laughs> I know you. <laughs> You got black ones or blue? Everybody wears chucks, man. Come on, stop it. Oh, DJ Howard, if you keep talking to him, he'll reveal himself. Oh, boy. <laughs> what, you he's mean like if, you, a, wear, like if you wear Chuck Taylors, you're, a, um, you're, you're not a real black man? Unless you're from L.A. If you're from L.A., you could get away with it. But I am if from you're L.A. From New York, what? I'm from L.A. <laughs> You're from L.A.? Yeah. Well, get out of here. This guy's... Hey, Robin, now you're talking to a pretender. Now you're talking to a pretender. <laughs> get right. out of here. He's from oh, L.A. You're too funny. You're too Why do you funny. say California? Why do you say L.A.? Because that's where I grew up. <laughs> Everybody that wants to be important, they go, I'm from L.A. 
All right. Okay. This is nonsense. Enough. 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 All right. Thank you, King. You saying I'm picking on them because I'm winning the argument, and I'm not. Picking no, on you're That's making not no even sense. An argument. You're saying he's from L.A., so he's not a real black man. No. Okay. He's, okay. He's not when from L.A. When your when your baby was born, did you carry that thing over your chest with the baby face in your chest? I don't know what you're talking about, dude. Did you have a uh, papoose? <laughs> you did you carry? You did you carry? Know. Did you carry what is that the baby? Thing called? I can't think of the name. Oh, oh, it's, oh, yeah, the like the little Bajorn wrap or whatever. Right, right, yeah. yeah. You yeah. use that? I used it like once or twice. Yeah, for sure. I do it. I do it. I was. I do it. They just didn't have those when you had kids because you're like sixty. So. <laughs> no, no, I'm fifty-seven. I'm not sixty. Don't rush. You mean to, to tell me if Rasan, a proud black man. <laughs> Carries his child and takes care of his child, nurtures his child by having well, the child strapped. Well, that's all wrong. That's that's not black. Strapped to no, his chest. No, no, no. That's a I bad did. thing. No, you have to nurture your kid. I'm not talking about. I'm talking about the physical garment is something that they use to try to pass, to try to simulate. Uh, These are little things. <laughs> <things. laughs> right. Stop it. it. What is that, Harry? I gotta get out of here. My neighbors will be up soon. Yeah, believe me. If he please? has on a button-up, if he has on a button-up shirt and he goes into a bar with a lot of white people, he gonna button the top button. And he, trust me, I know him. I know. Him. I know. You know his type. You, you know his type. Funniest. You say the funniest yeah, I know things, his type. Oh, I yes, know Gary. His. I, I just want to say. I just want to say. Like I've known. But here's, what, but here's for, what King does. I gotta interrupt for one second. This is yeah. what King, he goes. Rasan. Did you have a dad? And then the son goes, yeah. And I didn't goes, even know you had a dad. I knew it. I knew it. I knew Did you had a dad. Did your grandmother do raise you? <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. It's ridiculous. Yeah, everything right, he says a, is ridiculous. What I, was just, I, was, I was just going to say that I've known Rasan for six years. We do the wrap-up show together every day. Rasan is a very real person. He never tries to act like anybody he isn't. I feel like King How would you lives know? in Hold on, hold on. King lives in fear every day that he's not going to – he has to – See what everybody's doing so he can act like what he thinks people want him to be. He's not real. No. He's as fake as they come. You, every move you make in life is reflect. All you can think about is how will people see me if I do this? You don't do what's real and true to yourself. Well, it, uh, yes, I do. I do shave inside my nose because I don't want people to see hair coming out my nose. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. You're like. You there's probably you probably want to watch Friends, but you're like, oh, if my black friend see me watch Friends, I'm not down, so I won't do that. Friends, he does watch Friends. No, every I bet you, I I bet you watch Friends. I knew it. (laughs) I was listen. I went to the I went to the barber yesterday, and I was telling them how great Bill Maher's show is, and they was like, oh yeah, I watched that. I watch, you know, they lying and shit because they they don't even know who was on there. But they so yo, I watched that. I'm duly watching that. And I, if I grilled them, they never watched it. But but that doesn't mean I don't have those conversations with 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 black people in the hood. They, that, I, I talk to them all the time. That's you're a fraud. People. I'm telling you, you're a fraud. You're not yeah, real. Okay. You're not real to okay. yourself. I mean, at the I'll end of the day, thing, anyone, who, anyone, who's, okay. anyone who's black and is who's secure and who they are doesn't really feel this need to try and prove their blackness. Yeah, okay, okay. And, and, and that's no, what every call. That's what every call from you comes off. Howard, like. Howard, like, he's trying to con. He's trying you, to con. What do you mean con? 
<laughs> he's trying to con like like he's wrapping everything up like like that's who I am. You know, let me wrap this up. But it's, that's what you do. I, I ain't none of that. I ain't none yes, of that. Yes, you are. Yes, I told you, I you are a pretender. You're the biggest fraud out here, bro. In, I can fit in any. I can go wear a boss suit and go in, in, around around anybody. My father used to take me to a uh, uh, Aqua V. Here we go with Aquavit again. Is that the only restaurant you guys ever went to? Rasan, do you you ever like, I'll take care of it. Rasan, do you ever like read a book? (laughs) You see? You got all right now. Oh, I knew it. I knew it. Oh, I bet you, have you ever heard of like, have you ever listened to Frank Sinatra? I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> you see? You see? You're going over the deep end. You're going over the deep end. You're nah, that's what you're pulling. Know, do you know about cameras? Do you, I mean, you probably know about cameras. I'm not going I'm not going to go into that. Do you know Cameron's new album? Do you know that? I'm not listening to Cameron's new album, no. See? Oh, oh here we go. See? 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 <laughs> you See, Charlie son, you don't listen to camera. <laughs> Howard, that's no, a fifty-seven-year-old yeah. man trying to be relevant. <laughs> that's exactly uh, what absolutely, that is. absolutely. Let me tell you something, Howard. Cameron had the greatest, the greatest, without question, rap album of all time. The greatest. There's nothing when? greater than Purple Haze. Cameron, Purple Haze. Look, look it up. It's one of the greatest rap albums in history. And, and you're saying if Rasan doesn't listen to that. Who told you that? Who told you that, King? Everybody <laughs> knows that. And you can't, can get on the phone. You can, you can pop that. Well, black people that listen to Howard are more like Rashawn. But if you get a real... <laughs> no, you're saying... I'm let's like, just wrap this up. You're saying Rasan <laughs> is not a real black man because he doesn't listen to who? Cameron? Yeah, Cam. See, Howard, you the damn. Man, you don't know about Cameron either. No. You I don't know, he's not black. On the show. <laughs> I'm not trying to be something that I'm not. Yeah, but Howard, you more blacker than that's why black people like you. You 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 know you know how they think. You know how they think. Uh, I, hey, King, I bet Rasan is quiet at the movies. <laughs> <laughs> you know why? You know why? Because he don't want to upset anybody. He wanted them. Right. He wanted that's them right. Right. Dave, God forbid right. he upsets yeah, someone. A person who wants to get along in life. That's who he yeah, is. Yeah, so yeah. What a terrible person. You know what, you know what type he you know is? If, if he online in, 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 in a supermarket and you're supposed to be six feet and, and a white guy's behind him right on his ass, he ain't going to say nothing. Trust me. Oh, please. But if a black person is up on him, he's got, yo, can you move back? Yeah, Rasan. Yeah, right. I, bet, I bet you can swim. <laughs> you want the new Negroes, you know how to swim. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get one of these uh, DNA tests. I'll guarantee you, King, you have way more white in you than Rasan. No, you know I know what? About I don't even. People. We got to stop talking to King like this because you know he had a nose job. Oh, oh really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> But you didn't Rassan. like that black nose? <laughs> Rasan, he didn't no, like his black nose. nose. No. <laughs> actually, actually, it was it wasn't because it was big like that. It was it was like like it wasn't like the lady in the Me Too moment uh movement nose. It 
wasn't like what? that. What? But it was the, <laughs> the lady that started the Me Too movement. Oh, well, yeah, everybody knows her. Well, Google her. Her nose like a baked potato. My nose wasn't fat Touché, like Rasan. You got him on that one. That's right. Yeah. He didn't get me. He didn't get me. Oh, yeah. Robin got you. <laughs> Somebody got you. I, anyway. just, I, like, I just like to look my best. It wasn't that. I you got a nose my... job. Talk yeah, your about best is looking like in. a white man. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, nose no, job. I just want to trying to pass for a white man. Yeah. Because he wants to go to the concert and act like he's all white. He's got a pretty nose. nose. Yeah. Pretty nose. King said to me once, he wants, King, you said this, all all jokes aside, you said, I want to be a black man who has like a, like white features. Right. I did. I did say that. <laughs> okay. So take it easy there, pretender. Yeah, I never yeah, heard that coming yeah, out of Rasan's mouth. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, yeah, he just he just thinks it. Oh <laughs> please. Rasan, have you ever wanted to get a nose job? No, nah, I'm I'm good. I'm right. happy with and my And we don't know how much hey, other hey, plastic surgery he had. All right. All right, hey, King of all nose jobs. Hey, Rashad, <laughs> That's his I, new I, name. I'll meet you over at the juice bar. <laughs> I'll meet well, you at the juice bar. We'll know you because you'll have the new nose. That's how we'll pick yeah. you out. And we'll know <laughs> and we'll know him. We'll know him from his backpack and his converse. We'll know, we'll know you because you're the black guy who lives in Jersey trying to act like you still live in Harlem. <laughs> yeah, He's okay, never lived in okay. Harlem. Exactly. Right. No, I didn't. I never lived in Harlem. I never. Well, lived that's in what we my just said. Had, yeah, but he right, had I got to go anyway. My neighbors are going to wake up. All right, goodbye, King. <laughs> Rasan, thank you. It's good to see you. All right, thanks. How Alan. you feeling? All right, you doing okay during? You this look good. Uh, thanks, Robin. You look good too. I'm good. I'm I'm hanging out. It's been stressful. We have a a young kid, so that's difficult. But we're making it work. Hey. You look all what? right. You could use a nose job, uh, Rasan. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thank you, Rasan. Thank you, King, I guess, and uh, Lawrence or Larry or whatever you want to call him. <laughs> Robin, thank you. It's uh, Yes, and um, and that's it. That's the show. I got to get out of here. All right. My neighbors wake up. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow.